Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. It's a new age of combat. Human beings, genetically engineered to be the best fighters in history. Two champions. It isn't over until someone wins. <laughs> At war with each other. Kill it! I have already killed you. Two invincible men. Let's finish it, Alexander. Here now. The ultimate killing machines. I'm gonna get in this thing! And I'm gonna kick your... You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. all go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fucking thing sucks! Yeah. We'll do it live! 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 Did you hear live. all of that? By any no. chance? Oh, no. okay. I was just making sure. No, 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 no. Not a goddamn thing. Not a goddamn thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on a sound solution. Maybe in, implementing it in the next couple weeks. <sighs> Welcome to Movie Sucktastic, everybody. Yes. Oh, let, is... let me put us up on the screen here. Whoop. There Hi, you go. Hi, I'm Scott. This is Joey, and this is Movie Sucktastic, oh. where we review bad movies and occasionally good ones. 
uh, your decision on which is which. That's right. Um, this week, episode 206, we're reviewing Robot Jocks, which, might I say, Sound Factory yet again has fucking hit a home run. This movie looks way fucking better than it deserves. Than it ever did, yeah. <laughs> the, the, if, if you were unlucky, or maybe you feel that you are lucky enough to have seen this film in a movie theater, you did not see it clearer than it is right now available on Blu-ray. That is a guarantee. Never. Well, this movie was this was direct-to-video, so it was never in the theaters. No, it was in theaters. theaters? 333 theater. What? Really? Yeah. It had a... It was made in 1989. Listen, I keep to... You know, to the rules. Okay. Uh, I, I specifically remember seeing this flipping through the, the New York Post and the Daily News. I always mentioned that as a kid growing up, my father would always get both papers. And I'd flip through and they'd have the movie section, movie times, Angelica Theater, whatever. All the, you know, New York City smells, theaters. Smells fishy to me. And I specifically remember seeing a little, like, clip art poster for robot jocks just the same way i remember ah. seeing it for uh blind fury and uh beastmaster 2 this was absolutely a theatrical release um came out in 1990 november 1990 and um it was made in 1989 so the official uh you know date for right. the film was 89 but it was released in 1990 in the u.s but it was up against other films like Predator Two and Home Alone, you know. So it literally had it, it had no chance at all, at all. But this film had it had a modest budget of ten million dollars. I mean, I mean, ten million dollars. This this movie. I mean, they they blew a fucking large chunk of it on the Harryhausen stop motion animation. <laughs> um and i i already i i don't know if you have a challenge for me i don't know what we're doing you should have a challenge for me but we are going to start our uh listener appreciation month i don't know when if uh -huh. we're going to start it you know may first uh, or if we're going to start it soon I, okay well you know I, I i'm behind in getting the uh the um uh, the uh, poll up on our Facebook page. I'll do that this weekend. Are you downloading? Uh, are you are you everything? downloading something by any chance? No. Why? Because your feed is awful. Like where it's, where it's it's affecting your audio. I'm I'm turning off my Plex server because someone might be finishing watching uh, Purple Rain while we're talking. <laughs> so make... Did you know Prince died? Yes, I did. Hold it, because if you didn't. They're letting us know every five fucking minutes. I went on, I went on Tumblr today. It's like, oh, it's Prince Day. What the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, Prince is dead, age fifty-seven. From what, from what I hear, is a um, was a, a velvet overdose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe a sex overdose. Who knows? You know. Actually, no, actually, no. All kidding aside, the flu is what uh, the official. He had thing. the the flu. Flu, yes. Jesus not as fuck. not as far fetched. I mean, Jim Henson died from pneumonia, a little different thing. But uh, right. I mean, obviously he might have had medical conditions that that complicated it. But that's I the mean, he, he had he had to. They they actually said that he said he f wasn't feeling well as uh, 
uh, as early as a month ago. Well, he's a lifelong ep- epileptic. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. And and you and I know know an epileptic uh, that you know that that just yeah. that always ends up causing other medical issues down the line. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, Prince is dead. Uh, Long live Purple Rain, which we should review. <laughs> uh, that's just going to seem so. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> well, yeah, these are these are from the guys that did an episode the day that Philip Seymour Hoffman died. <laughs> we did a oh, tribute episode. Well, we did a tribute episode. We didn't trash one of his films. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that is true. We actually held him as a great actor and, and looked at his body of work and right. all of that. Um, so yeah, okay, I, I won't I won't kill us too much for that. All right, but uh, anyway, robot jocks. Robot jocks. Rock'em sock'em. Robots. Uh huh. Yeah, and oh man, or as I, or as I like to call it, uh, Pacific Rim Zero. <laughs> now, his his friend Tex, okay, the, the, he's like the the head. He wears cowboy hat. There, yeah, the cowboy hat guy. All right, so I'm watching now, the movie. When you say his, let's 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 set it up. This is a few. This is a this is a future after. Um, the nuclear war, right? That's nuclear right. War. It's like nuclear winter they're in right now. Right. And so, so uh, to avoid nuclear conflict, they settle all international disputes with robot fights. Giant that's robots. right. And they'll Which, decide on territory, uh, goods. Uh, like, say, I think in the beginning of the film, they're 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 fighting for Alaska for, for oil. Yeah, they're f- fighting for sovereignty of, of locations and whoever wins those sovereignty. So instead of, like, you know, holding wars for these pieces of land... They have, like, best out of ten robot fights. Right. Which is really not a bad idea. No. And, and let me tell you something. The woman that's in the beginning, this uh, the genetic specialist where she's doing all these tubies, um, mm. I, I, I can't look at her. Test tubes babies because in the 80s that was the future. Right. I, I can't look at her. with a, I just, I can't. <laughs> because the only thing I, I want her to do is find me a book in my local library. That, that's what I want. She's very old. Don't make fun of old people. I'm not making fun of her because she's old. I'm making fun of her because I can't take her seriously. Ah. I'm, I'm sorry. It's like, ma'am, uh, I need a book on astronomy. Can you help? That's what I want to, ha- she, <laughs> to happen. Now, sadly enough, she's a very accomplished actress. Uh, okay, I've never... Shakespearean, uh, all, you know, uh, yeah, all the way back to the fucking, like, 50s. Yeah, how did she end up in robot jocks? Does she need Be- money? Yes, she's old and she needs money. That's what happens. <laughs> now, now I, I just want to say real quick, uh, as far as the whole idea of um, getting rid of nuclear weapons and settling our disputes with giant robots, how has Trump not queued on this platform yet? Because that's the, that's going to take him over the edge. Yeah, sure. I, I, do, I mean, I'm already voting for him, but I mean, come on. I mean, if, you, if, <laughs> if, if, if he came out and said, listen, uh, you know, we're get rid of all nuclear weapons, everything will be decided by giant robot flights. Fuck yeah! Who's not going to get behind that? That's well, yeah. I'm not sure who'll pay for it, but whatever. Yes, and so the hero of the film is uh, um, Paul Kozlo. Not Paul. He's the bad guy, Gary Graham. Yeah, he was in. Uh, he's actually also an accomplished actor. He was in the TV series of Alien Nation, which <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I am kind of, but. He's still working. He's yeah. Accomplished, though? I don't know if I want to call it accomplished. He's the, the, man is, the man has still got a SAG card. He's still working. Mostly a TV actor. 
mostly a TV actor. His, yeah. I think one of the biggest things he ever did was Alien Nation. He's he's one of these guys where when you look at his resume, he has like one episode of every TV show ever out in the eighties. Remington Still, T.J. Hooker, right. Chips, Chips, <laughs> you know, uh, fucking Knots Landing, The Incredible Hulk. I mean, yeah, he's fucking uh, the. He had, tell me he was in the Fall Guy. That you know, that's the one thing. Like the whenever the Fall Guy shows, and that's you you know they're ac- accomplished. Accomplished. Uh, no, he he didn't appear in um, you know what he didn't appear in the Fall Guy, but I think the fact that he was in T.J. Hooker counts in in lieu well yeah <laughs> crazy like a fox there you go that's one over that crazy like a fox <laughs> um but yeah uh, i used to watch alien nation the tv show as a kid i mean i was I oh yeah I me was too. In, in high you school know, and that's funny too because because i'm watching it with holly i made her watch this one she's like yeah i recognize him i can't place it i look it up online because I, even i was like I, i'm having trouble and i was like oh wait alienation the tv show and even she said oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well the i didn't have to i knew it was him but i because i watched the show religiously but the guy i did have to look up is the guy it. that the guy that played tex oh and there's uh, uh there's what's his face a uh, reanimator um, oh yeah jeffrey combs jeffrey he combs has, he has a like a 30 second cameo whose side are you on <laughs> but he's in he has a 30-second cameo. This is how popular he was back then in these types of films. He's in the opening credits. He yes, has an he is. opening credit, and he's in the film for 30 seconds as a bystander. That's how fucking... <laughs> how, that's how the shit Jeffrey Combs was in the fucking 80s. <laughs> I'm, he was the fucking man. I still love fucking Jeffrey oh, Combs. Oh, no, Jeffrey Combs kicks ass. Yeah. You know, you know what? The only thing that saved him going from, like, the horror films of the 80s and 90s was... Uh, no, no, like... Uh, uh, Star Trek. Oh, that's right. He was. Next yes. Generation. Yeah, he was on yeah, that and stuff. Yeah. You know, he 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 blended right into the sci-fi stuff, and that that kept him going. When's Tarantino going to use him? You know, Tarantino uh, always seems to grab these guys that used to be kind of famous out of obscurity, and then, like, what's his face from, um, uh, uh, shit, Circuitry Man, the guy that was eating the leech. He oh, was yeah. he was in fucking uh, Django Unchained. Uh-huh. You know, it's like we knew because we do this fucking show, but nobody else knows until they're like, oh, that guy kind of looks kind of familiar. Or they just happen to be on IMDb. Um, but anyway, the guy that, that plays Tex, I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I know him. I know yeah. him. I'm like, in my, I'm like going out of my mind. I'm like, I know him. He's from a movie that I watch a lot. It's like, I know him. So I go online and he plays the dirty, seedy lawyer, Al Pacino's lawyer in Scarface. The guy where he's telling him, it's like, yeah, you're going to do time. You're going to give me all these hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I'm going to buy off the jury, and you're going to get, like, maybe, you know, two to three years or whatever. It's Instead of life in prison, he's going to get, like, this shorter sentence. And he played the real seedy, you know, the drug pin lawyer. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. After I saw that, I'm like, fuck, that's him. But, you know, uh, I don't remember him from that just because I don't. I don't remember that he, part of Scarface. He, he had a, a, his part was maybe as long as Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, 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 I mean, it was literally a one scene. It might have lasted two or three minutes, and that was it. Now, just glancing, he wasn't in the Fall Guy, but he was a Night Rider. So, yeah, I mean, also again, a TV, TV actor. Yep. Yes, big time. So, uh, what was his name? And, his and name so, is. Um, and, and is there any actor alive that has not been an episode of Jag? Oh God! Every time I look any actor up, it's like, oh, one episode, Jag. 
Can I just say that I've never seen that show? Me neither. I only know about the show because um, Michael I saw Aldridge. Commercials. Is I saw name. commercials for it for a while, like when like visiting relatives, and and then, and then again every every time I look up an actor, I say, oh, and he was an episode of Jag. Yeah, the wasn't fuck? wasn't Montel Williams the fucking guy the the, the guy that had the daytime talk show? Or still Williams. does. Yeah. Wasn't he in that show for a while? I have no idea. I recognize Montel Williams, but or I don't recognize. A few I don't episodes. Know. Again, I only know because I occasionally look it up. Oh, he's in an episode of Columbo. I'm actually on a Columbo kick this this uh, week. So are that's kind of. Are cool. you really? <laughs> yeah, well, we, we watched uh, um, Holly. So, quick aside. Uh, you know you know how every now and then she, like, you'll say, like, Serpentine. Right. You know, Serpentine, Serpentine. Like, it's on, on a constant gag. It's in a lot of cartoons and TV shows. Yeah. Uh, it came up again, and it turned out she didn't realize the origin of it. I was like, "It's the in-laws." Comes, like, up, oh, in, never... comes up in this movie, <laughs> right? But I was like, "It's from the in-laws." That's the film that kind of that's where it, that's where it came from. And she's like, "I've never seen the in-laws." Oh my so god, really? She, she saw the remake, not the original. So oh like, you gotta... no! I guess we did the next night. We watched fucking in-laws. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it, the scene that happens in this film, if it was ever MST three K. Or if it was ever riff tracks, you know it would be serpentine, serpentine, serpentine. serpentine. Yeah, <laughs> that, that whole scene. Right, and we're watching. And I was like, you know what? The two things I want to watch now is Columbo and Vibes, and I, I went towards Columbo, so I, I grabbed a bunch of episodes. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, back to robot. <laughs> uh, back to robot jocks. We're not done yet. Shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole thing is is now. Um, we, we we come at the end of the film with the big battle between the they don't never do they ever actually call him Russian? It's just kind of implied he's Russian. Uh don't, don't they call don't they say Soviets a couple of times? They, I mean it's very vague. They really don't like and just like the American robots and stuff. There's no flags. So like, where's that? The only flag they show in the entire film is the flag of Japan that Achilles has on his head for a good half hour in the first half of the film. Right. And that's probably from uh, the guy that's inventing all of the... Um... Well, no, it, it's a bandage <coughs> with a blood spot on it, but I'm calling it the flag of Japan. <laughs> oh, that! <laughs> I thought I missed something and I was going along with it. <laughs> Liar! No. No, I, was like, try, I was trying to make that sound good. <laughs> I was like, why don't they change the dressing? It's obviously bleeding through. It's like, that's the flag of Japan. Like, oh. <laughs> it's the land of the rising sun, babe. <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> Couldn't afford the whole bandana, so they just went with the, you know. Oh, wow. But, so, uh, during the final fight, uh, the Russian uses an illegal projectile hand. Achilles dives to save the um, save the um, the ble- people in the, oh, oh, the poor people in the bleachers watching the fight, and gets knocked backwards and kills the people in the bleachers. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, bad move. And Whoopsie. the most... The most interesting thing about this film ever is I, I saw that the sound of the people in the bleachers screaming was actually sampled in a Nine Inch Nails song. Oh, God. Was it really? <laughs> I, I, that's what I read. I'm assuming it's true. Why would someone lie about that? <laughs> Dear God. I just hope Jeffrey Combs survived. Yeah. Was he in the bleacher? Hmm. I don't think so. He was watching a monitor from inside the city, so I think he's safe. Oh, okay. But so he decides he's going to throw the last fight, and then the uh, tube babies come into play. They're training these like uh, uh, test tube babies grown from birth. They're they're the clone. They're like the alternate alternative to the clone soldiers in Star Wars. Right. This this is true. Yeah, they're, they're like Patrick Swayze in um, Soldier, except not as like hardcore. Instead, they're like they work. No, no, tight. no, no. It's Kurt Russell in Soldier. Sorry, Kurt Russell in Soldier. Who did I, who did I say? 
Patrick Swayze. Oh, sorry, Kurt Russell. The, the hair threw me. And <laughs> so they're like they're like Kurt Russell and, and Soldier, except they're a bit more gay because they all wear the t- skin tight costumes and and uh, uh, make really snide comments, catty snide comments to each other. And uh, did I mention there were there's a lot of skin tight uniforms in it. The future equals skin tight. It, it's very skin tight. I it's mean, really- to, to the fact that they're not even wearing socks. The the suit. And I don't know why I noticed it. I think I noticed it on the girl because she did like a karate kick. It's like the suit is just literally like a latex glove over the entire body. <laughs> it's like I don't understand what the uh, fuck that is. Very creepy. Very creepy. Yes. I like to see. I like to see a sci-fi where the future. Actually, I guess you kind of would with Blade Runner is closest one. But like a future where everybody wears baggy clothing. Right. Yeah, I think, I think Blade Runner is the only one I've ever seen where people aren't running around skin tight, except for Daryl Hannah. But. Mm. So, Gino is telling me that uh, our live stream page and the website and literally everywhere that uh, has live stream for us says offline. So, I've gone there myself and it does say offline. Uh-oh. I, I don't understand why because we're, we're connected, we're logged in. So, obviously, live stream is having some sort of a problem. Yeah, it's having a suck problem because it sucks. Well, yeah. So, sorry, Gino. Or I'll yeah can't he can't hear me, <laughs> uh, but the chat room is live and that's actually working, so I'll just apologize to him. Anyway, listen to all of us typing for the next like, five seconds. All you people in a, a podcast land, we have to find an alternative to live stream. That's all there is to it. Well, it's going to end up being um, I with the other one. <laughs> I have a, I have an account and everything all ready to go. Oh great! Uh, I just have to, we just have to start using it. But live stream has been working really well, like uh, until the last couple of weeks. Yeah, last couple of weeks has been working beautifully. Yeah, uh, <laughs> huge upswing. Okay. Well, you know I'll see what it's what's going on because I'm possibly getting some new audio equipment um, I, that I will not be starting a Kickstarter for. <laughs> uh, to to do the show so that we can record one stream. Scott can hear things. People that call but in can hear everything. No one cares about this. What's going on with the, with the I'm movie? I'm just saying, <laughs> some certain people do care. If you're listening and you missed that on the video, it'll be the last time you have to, hopefully. <laughs> Put it that way. Um, but I don't know why this ain't fucking... Well, anyway, fucking, Robot Jocks. I don't jocks. care. Yes, Robot Jocks. <laughs> Yeah, so but so back he to gets, robot jocks. He, uh, he, yeah, he, he gets spooked by the killing all the innocent people. He bows out. Uh, the black chick gets in, and then he changes his mind because uh, the Russian is going to kill her. Paul Kozlov plays yeah, a great cause Russian because he, he's thinking with his dick. I, I've already, pro- I've already killed your mind. <laughs> yes, I've already killed you in your mind. <laughs> it's really, it's like fucking. It, it's, it's such a blatant um, Rocky Four. Yeah. It's just so blatant. Everything except I must cross you. Yes. <laughs> Even the ending is so fucking rocky for. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd say this, but I'm happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow. <laughs> now, I, I, I love it when they're in the bar and the one guy tells him that he's the guy that's gonna fight him the following week, because uh, obviously all these tubies have trials to see who's gonna go up next. Because after. They fight um, Gary Graham's character, Graham, whatever his name is. Uh, his robot falls in the Achilles. Achilles. 
Well, I was going with his real name. Hint, hint, Achilles heel. Yes, and hint. Alexander is the Russian, you know, great warrior, leader, yeah. all that bullshit. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> kills over 300 people uh, of all the people in the bleacher seats. And he feels so bad that he's, he's done. He's retired. But I like the bar scene where the guy tells him that he's going to fight him next. And he touches his shoulder. He's, you touch me? <laughs> and he just grabs his hand. Like, he's breaking his hands. Well, he, all he does is just grab it like with two, two, three fingers, and it's almost like this nerve Spock thing. He, he, he pen him backwards. Yeah, that's that's a classic move. Like, oh, yeah. oh. And then he goes in with his other hand. He grabs the other hand. Right. And then, of course, Achilles hits him, and he's like, right here, right now. And he's like, yeah, I'm not going to fight you. Even not, if you were sober, I'm not going to fight you. Now, can I just say the only thing that impressed me about this film, the only thing that was like, oh, that's kind of interesting, is when we meet Achilles, he's he's talking to the bartender and what you figure out if you're paying attention is he's drinking the alphabet oh right every he started with a and it's just assumption it's like the one time where the screenplay like like underscores it and doesn't explain it but from what you can gather is he started with a and he's ordering drinks that begin with the letters and when we, by the time we reach him he's up to g <laughs> and i i feel like he's a bit too sloshed for g personally uh-huh assuming that a is like apple teeny because i don't know what else you're going to do with A. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what, geez, maybe, it's six drinks in. Yeah, that's six. They're not very big drinks. I don't know. I, I just think I, I could at least Hey, make... you know what? In a post-apocalyptic future, maybe the alcohol content, maybe we're looking at 100 to 200 proof here. That's true. They're definitely not getting it from grain because they're in the <laughs> fucking desert. You're, you are correct. It's probably like rocket fuel. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to read no, into no, it too it's, much. It's but... Interesting question where they're yeah. getting the alcohol. But, uh, hey, I've been on my game lately, you know, like with the whole Excalibur Batman versus Superman oh, thing. Yeah, that was fucking genius. I was like, oh, man, he's not only is he on. Because I'm thinking about it in my head, the Excalibur is like, wait a minute. What about the fucking spear in this? And like, it's the just like, Lady it, in the Water. And then you found that article. And I'm like, holy shit. Well, Zack Snyder's a fucking genius. What can I say? You know what? If people can't see it, if they can't appreciate the film that he gave. Then they can't. Yeah. And did, can you see, did you see the new Suicide Squad trailer? Yes. What the fuck? It's like every time they release a trailer for Suicide Squad, I'm more pumped for the film. I the know. first, the first one, I was like, that eh, looks pretty good. Second one is like, this looks awesome. And this one is like, I want to see this. <laughs> like shit, they can't release any more trailers. I'm like, it's gonna be fucking spent. I won't be able to go. And 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 here's the here's the problem. It's coming out. It it's gonna do fine in August. But I also, uh -huh. I think it's going up against the new Jason Bourne film, which I think for the first time, unless it's in different weekends, the Jason Bourne film isn't going to have the number one weekend. Uh, now, with that, well, Jason Bourne movies make 70, 80, oh, 90 million. It's yeah, yeah. Weekend. Well, I mean, but I mean, like, I saw the new trailer today and it was like, okay, it's Jason Bourne again. Well, the fact is that he's back because they tried to go with Jeremy Renner and that didn't kind of work out very good. I don't know why so, not. Jeremy Renner's a great actor. He's a fine actor, but everyone is really fond of Matt Damon in that part. I like Matt Damon too, but I, again, I was like, oh, so you're doing this character again. I, right. eh, anyway. The, you know what it is? At least with James Bond, when they have like the different trailers, it's a new locale. It's a new thing. It's like, oh, it's a new just. And with, James, with the Bourne movies, you get to this trailer, it's like, Oh, so it's Jason Bourne talking about his memory again. What the fuck? <laughs> it, it, you know, I, 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 thought, I thought that's why we moved on. Because there's nothing else to do with, oh, gee, I'm remembering my past and I'm going to kill a lot of people. Right. Well, you, Even thanks. the Taken series stopped at three. Yeah, that's true. But the Taken series doesn't make $200 million a movie. 
I just, so, all I'm saying. It's all anyway, saying. all I'm saying is the film is coming out. The film is coming out in August. Now, it's going to have a really great August. I think after that film is actually a financial success, that actually gets a June or July release from here on out. Maybe a May, you know, maybe a May release as well to kind of compete with the other bigger, you know, Avengers, Captain America, you know, uh, Iron Man movies. Because they're putting it in August because this summer is jam-fucking-packed. There's nowhere else to really put it. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like with Deadpool... Don't expect Deadpool to come out in another February. I really I see Deadpool coming out as a summer movie from here on out because it made eight hundred million dollars worldwide. It'll do fine in February, but I fully expect it to have legs and put somewhere between June, May, June, July, from sure. here on out. Yeah, and of course they're trying to incorporate Deadpool into the Marvel uh, universe, or more accurately, I think they're trying to incorporate it just in the X-Men universe, but that would mean taming down which, Deadpool. Which fucking needs it. it. It really does. Although, I did not see the last, all of the last uh, X-Men film, uh, Days of Future Past. I, I haven't even bothered. But from what I saw, it wasn't a bad movie. Last time I was in the theater, I forget what movie it was, Batman vs. Superman, yeah. and they, they showed the X-Men trailer, and every time they show it, all I know is like they come up and say, Brian Singer. It's like, ah. Well, you know what? To be fair, no. Other than Usual Suspects, the X Men films are the only good things he's done. Uh, okay, which which Brian Singer films are we calling good? Which X Men? Which Brian Singer X Men are we calling good? The first and second one. All right, that's. Uh... I'm talking about Usual Suspects, X Men, X Two. Right. That's what I'm talking about. He didn't do it. Yeah, but then he did the Superman. I'm just saying. All I'm saying is, the reason they're putting his name on there... Are you saying is you want to marry Brian Singer? No. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, they're putting his name up there because X-Men Oranges suck dick. X-Men uh, Wolverine suck dick. The third X-Men film suck dick. Okay? It was that bad. They all sucked. I don't think. I don't All right. know. The, the well, best, the best, the best X Men movies were when Brian Singer was doing them. What's so X Men Origins? No, Brian Singer did X Men and X Men Two, and he did Days of Future Past. Well, he produced X Men Origins. Well, of course, because you get a paycheck. Yeah. Oh, it looks like uh, live stream finally got its shit together. Yay! <laughs> We're back, everybody. If you've been watching, if you've been patient enough to watch ten minutes of black, uh, thirty minutes of blackness. Did we put a, a link on Facebook? Yes, we did. To, to say that I we're live. That. Okay, good. Yeah. Anyway. Well, not, right. I mean, not not like right before we showed, but I I shared the event and everything, so that was out there. Oh well, let me put uh, promote. Well, now. No, I'm I'm not going to promote. This the show feels like it's falling apart. Is it just me? Falling apart. I just feel like we keep sidetracking. We haven't even talked about robot jocks for like more than 10 minutes. You know what? Because <laughs> I, I don't care about robot jocks. <laughs> no. I, I, did wa I did watch it, and, you know, it's going to stay in my collection. Yeah. Now, I got to say, we're, we're watching robot jocks. And I remember when, when, uh, when Pacific Rim came out, which, by the way, still a stupid fucking title. 
Yeah. And I remember like watching it and hearing about it, like, and I'm like joking, hey, they ripped off robot jocks. And I'm watching robot jocks, like, holy fuck, they really did rip off robot jocks. <laughs> oh like, yeah, they did. It's like the whole like the whole command center in the robots, like that's fucking robot jocks. It's just like <laughs> just right, except they didn't have elliptical machines back in the '89, so they they were just like pretending to walk on the metal. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, the, like literally the old that that and the whole uh, um, rift bullshit, which was still fucking stupid and makes no sense. Except for that and the whole elliptical thing, it's the same setup. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, identical. Other setup. than fighting, other than they're not fighting sea monsters, but it's the robots that's what's being ripped off. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can say giant robot. Okay, not original. But when you like when you actually compare side by side, and I posted on our website, somebody made a trailer for uh, Pacific Rim, but they used the audio from the Pacific Rim trailer and all the videos from Robot Jocks. Same fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, a guy like ro giant robots, not original. But the guys in the suit is like, you can't even pretend it's not a fucking ripoff. Oh yeah, there, it's too close. They didn't even try like to no, put them. No contest. It, oh, it's just and like and you know what's great is like. I guarantee you, when they designed how the how the actors were in the robots in Pacific Rim, they had hours of meetings. How do we make sure the, the actors are like portraying this? How do we make them? How do we have them acting so it's not just the robots? How do we put them in there? And I guarantee, if you go back to Robot Jocks, it's like, all right, how do we afford this? It's like, <laughs> just, just have them walking in place inside the robot. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> it's like two totally different approaches, same result, guys. Yeah, guys moonwalking in giant robots. I mean, because I think uh, Pacific Rim had 20 times the budget. Wasn't Pacific Rim like a $200 million movie? Every, every movie's $200 million now. I, I don't even... Deadpool was $58 million. <laughs> Think about you, that. Well, $58 not... million and they made $800 million. But, but that's like a low-budget film. I'm, I'm talking about the big major budget films. Well, Fox said, listen, we, you can make your movie, but we're only giving you this. They had no faith in them. Oh, yeah. No. They were expecting it to bomb. And then right. now, I really, hope, I really hope that they don't go and make Deadpool 2 like a $150, $200 million movie. You know, I know they'll get a budget increase, yeah. maybe $80 million, $90 million, but they can do all of that and make another 800 billion you know or a billion dollars and on nothing yeah and i i i think they'll be able to keep creative control to an extent as far as keeping the r rating that pacific kind of rim uh was 190 million dollars well it's uh, all cgi that's why it's not harry house and stop yeah. and can i can i admit when i whenever i watch an older film and i'm not talking actual harry housing films but if i watch a film from the 80s or even the 90s and there's a stop motion sequence I still like, like, like physically throw my arms up and go, yay! <laughs> and it should. I, uh, I'll admit that I, I, I really fucking enjoy it too. It's just there's something just so fun about it. Like just, just going back. I, I challenge it's just, you. It's like looking, at, like it's like looking at, uh, like back in time, you know, like it, it's like this little window that you get to look through at your childhood. But or at least for me. There's such personality and like it's just like you know it's a lot crap. of hard work there too. You but you see the hard work. I mean, I, it's like if, if you watch the Clash of the Titans remake, oh, begrudgingly, yeah. you know, against your will, Still and then you watch it. the and then you watch the original. There's like, like, it's it's obviously cruder, but it's so much more magical. Yeah, it's just there's something about it. I just love that stop motion. 
I refuse to. I, well, I don't refuse. I mean, I will watch it if I ever happen to catch it. What the I, remake? I still haven't seen the remake of Clash of the Titans. I have it with Rift Tracks. I'll give you a copy. That's a good one. Okay, good. That makes it bearable. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I have actually watched the remake, and honestly, I kind of like. It's one of the things where I'm watching it. I'm kind of kept phasing in and out because it was so boring. All I remember is that one, like the beginning is like, okay, they, they fuck up the Kraken, and then. About halfway through, I just like I turn to somebody. Wait, wait, are they in a scorpion? <laughs> I think so. Are they in a crab or something? All right, and then I lost track again. <laughs> I it re no, really, it's like it's just boring. It, there's no yeah, there's no it, heart there. Now I remember a, being a kid with an attention span of like a kid of a child watching the original C Clash of the Titans. I remember and not even understanding all of it. Yeah, I remember. So, you know, um, it's Saturday, uh, and H it was an HBO movie. HBO is the one that showed Clash of the Titans. Yeah, religiously, and I remember watching a a commercial saying that Clash of the Titans coming. You know, this day, whatever. And I, I'm like, I told my parents, I go, I I need to see this movie. So, it's it's a Saturday morning. It's it, it was on the night before, so they were re-showing it the Saturday morning at like 8 in the morning. And I wake up, I run downstairs, and it's at the part where Zeus is destroying the city. I can, I can just, I can just like, see you, like, as a young Joey, like, your parents, mother, father, I must see this film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but what I mean is, like, like, as children, you don't understand the whole thing of, like, um... Like, oh, why does she have to be banished in the whole, the, the, like, Zeus sleeping around with women? You, know, you don't really get that. And, and even, like, it's kind of the whole idea of, like, gods crushing mortals and, like, right. really fucked up. But it's just so, it's, it's, it's such a, it's, it's shown on such a mythological scale that as a child, it's the reason, like, why all kids get into Greek mythology because it's fucking cool. Yeah. And it's like, it has that shade of adulthood, but it's mixed with enough fantasy where it's like, all right. It's adult themes, but I kind of get the gist because you're making it goofy. It's one uh, of which, the biggest reasons why. Religion. It's one of the biggest reasons why. I mean, there's other reasons why the movie Troy sucked, but oh. if they delved a little deeper and actually had the gods instead of just alluding to them and just mentioning them once in a while, that could have been a better movie. But you know, even that, like, like, like Thor. I hated the whole the everything that took place in Valhalla with Thor because it was just like, oh, and we're gods and this and that. There's just something different between like that whole thing and then just like with them walking around in robes playing chess with humans. It's like, well, I'm going to put Perseus here. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, and then, I still like Thor. I like the Ice Giants uh, stuff. I think I like that the most hey. in the Thor film. I, I, what I like most about Thor, as you know, is the uh, village from Supergirl that they fight <laughs> in. I won't disagree with you on that. Okay. I still that, this, this I still haven't seen the sequel. I still haven't either. It was on the other day and I'm watching I'm like this looks pretty fucking good. I'm like yeah, I can't why I can't watch this from the middle. I have to watch it from the beginning. I think it's the only Marvel film I haven't caught up with. <laughs> uh, fuck this. I haven't seen Ant-Man yet and I haven't seen <laughs> and I haven't seen the Thor sequel. All right. All right. Brace yourself. It's not a good movie. <laughs> but it's fun. Well, yeah, and then we got into talking about that when we were reviewing Batman vs. Superman, saying, how is fucking Ant-Man like 80, 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, and Batman oh, no. vs. Superman's like 29%? You know what it is? And I'll, I'll tell you right now, 
Marvel understands this. The X-Men movies. Right. Are too serious and melodramatic for kids anymore. You can't be 15 years old watching this shit or 12 years old watching this shit and getting into it. It's like, why are they still talking about stuff? Why are they? Why is everybody sad? Fuck this. <laughs> Even Batman vs Superman is a bit more adult than this kid, so they realize that. So, all right, all right, let's do an Ant Man. Well, and obviously that's DC Universe. But what I'm saying is like, they, all right, let's do Ant Man. This is the kid film. We're doing the Marvel kid film. And that's <laughs> right. what it is. That's the Ant Man is the film you can take your 12 year old to, and Deadpool is the film you can't. Right. And uh, thankfully, they're finally figuring this out. I mean, Avengers is a great family film. Avengers 2, great family film. But then you end up with these idiots that bring like the three-year-olds to fucking Avengers. Dude, come on. Dude, somebody oh, brought it. their three-year-old to Batman vs. Superman, and they sat next to really? me. Really? Oh, they sat next I, to me. You know what? I, I, I think I'm reaching your point. I just would have fucking thrown popcorn in the kid's face. And you know what? It just, was just. it was the odd time that I didn't do the, the AMC dine-in, which... You, no one sits next to you at the AMC dine-in. Uh, the, the seats are kind of together, but there's so much room between them. They're paired. So if you're sitting next to someone, you're sitting next to one person. You know what I mean? So it's not like I'm sitting next to four people or eight people or 12 people in a row. At the AMC dine-in, the seats are paired. So <laughs> You know what I like is that... Your your answer is I go to the dine in because it's everything spaced apart, and my answer is I go on Wednesday night. <laughs> I did this on a Sunday at ten in the morning. That's still a weekend. That's still a weekend. Yeah, I know, but that's what I. That's why I did it. It's still a weekend. And the thing is, I had an eight dollar coupon because I bought the Batman Arkham Knight game for Xbox One, so I got eight dollars to see it. But I had to actually go to the theater I wanted to see it and hand it to a person to get the eight dollars off the movie ticket so i just we, went to the theater closest to my house oh now this is gonna be a very stupid question did we were did, did we did we actually review batman versus superman yeah it was our 200th episode making sure just making sure because i'm all right it's, it's up it's on itunes i forget sometimes i forget because you and i talk about a lot of stuff yes we do so just double checking uh, some of I, it through text that everybody we, forget we, we, I won't, that. we won't mention here i went on a rant the other day <laughs> I, I i'm almost sorry for it but i can't which rant <laughs> The uh, the humming rant. Oh, that! <laughs> no, please, I enjoy that. I was, I, <laughs> well, you know what the funny thing is? Is that I have a special uh, tone on my phone when you text me. Yeah. And I don't need it though, because whenever you text me, and this is a joke between me and Holly, <laughs> Holly and I, is that uh, no, me and Holly, is that um, whenever you text me, you don't just text me once; you text me five times in a row. <laughs> It's never just Scott. It's like Scott, 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 Scott. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not complaining, but it was like we'll be sitting there like bing, 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 bing. Oh, that's Joey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what could I say? No, uh, no. You know, it's interesting that you actually say that because um, I'm texting my nephew. I text everyone that way. Um, I just don't. Uh, I just don't text you one thing. I text you like a just a vault of fucking information. Um, and my nephew, who is ten years younger than me, is like, "Are you using like a keyboard?" I'm like, <laughs> it's like, "It's like no, I'm using." He's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" He's like, "You just sent me five texts in five seconds." I'm like, "Hey, what could I say? I'm talented." <laughs> well, I like like you know, I'm a, as a writer, like I composed each text. 
you know, I, I you know, I, I, I ain't got time for that shit. No, no, but, right, but you're like, you're like stream of conscious, and you, you even wait for the next thought to go in. It's like thought, damn, thought, bam, thought, bam. <laughs> Not complaining. I just it's, say it's, it's like it's, I always know when you're raw. Because it's like bam, bam, bam. Like, like when I hear the first Joey ring, I'm like, don't even bother. There's three more coming. <laughs> I'll check it in. Wait till they stop, and then I'll check it. Give it like you, there's a two minute window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, uh, one of our yeah. listeners, um, Gino, yeah, he uh, sent us some ringtones because he's listening to one of our some of our older episodes. And I, I hate to bring it to you, Gino, but I already made two of the three ringtones you sent us. <laughs> I th- thank you for thinking of us, but I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, who knows? Who knows the episodes? I mean, these are old episodes. I mean, if he's going back to. Um, uh, when we did Death Row Game Show, that's like twenty episodes ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that that's like four months or, or, or five months. So, well, the two he, the two he sent us one was from uh, the Ape movie, which right. I had already made. Yep. And I forget the other one, but I already made that one too. Well, it was uh, oh, I'm, afraid, both- I'm afraid of no one, which is from Death Row Game Show. Well, which which didn't work for me because there's too much stuff stuff going on in the background. But uh, the other two I made. Which was from Ape and from um, what was the other one? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, let me look. I'll think of it anyway. But yeah, just, uh, just anyway. Anyway, uh, robot jocks. Robot jocks. I mean, right. now there, there, there's the whole there, interesting thing. The the screenplay is written by Stuart Gordon. Now Stuart Gordon is the director that did. Um, like all the like he he's like became famous in the 80s for his like low budget horror films writing acting directing right just just uh, a bunch of great stuff oh death wish i kill rich cunts yes i already had that one too sorry yeah <laughs> i mean that, that's kind of a given <laughs> <laughs> and actually and i and i gave that to other people and they're like yes yeah, scott we're not gonna be using that <laughs> You get you gave it to me. I'm like yeah. I, I, I I walk through libraries all day. I I, just, I can't. It, I'm I almost I have the uh, uh, scent of a woman, the Pacino hoo for you for whenever you uh you, really you, yes why huh why just because it gets my attention okay I didn't know that like you made some kind of connection with me with that character. sure uh but I have that and that's kind of like you know neutral <laughs> that's neutral enough. For a library system. What you need for me, I'll make it for you. Is the uh, the old um, uh, Quiznos commercial? Put it in me, Scott. See, that wouldn't work. <laughs> Not, that still wouldn't work for a library. <laughs> They're just uh, gonna look at me and because they know my name's Joe, it's like, who's Scott and <laughs> why are you putting things in him? Because <laughs> he's awesome. Eh, well, any, anyway, Robot Jocks the scream. Now it's it's a very very. Oh, we're doing that still. Yeah, we're still Robot Jocks. <laughs> Robot Jocks is a very, very um, basic film. Put it mildly. I mean, like, it's very... Why is uh, Gino Facebooking us? Come on, the, Gino, use the chat room. The the two writers are Stuart Gordon, again, the director. He's done, he did, like, Reanimator, From Beyond, all this stuff. Right. And Joe Halder, Haldeman, who's an actual science fiction author. And the one thing I read is that Joe Haldeman complained that he would keep trying to put nuance... And like serious science fiction stuff into the screenplay, and then Stuart Gordon would say no, 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 and he would replace it with very cartoonish, childlike caricatures and like giant fighting robots. <laughs> and Joe Haldeman would be like, "Ah, this is fucking crazy. This is just, you know horrible." 
and um, at the like at the end of everything, uh, Gordon said, and you can see this when you watch the film, like you see the mentality behind it. Is Gordon said the problem was that Joe was trying to write uh, an adult film that kids could like, while Stewart was trying to write a kids film that adults could like. <laughs> And it really comes through on who won that battle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the main character, Tax, you got the Japanese guy who's doing, the, who's doing the technology. They throw this whole subplot in. Not even a subplot, really. They throw in on the side the fact that Achilles is uh, can't read. Yeah, that is so weird. Well, I think the reason they did it, uh, thinking through, and I think they gave it more thought than they should have, I think the whole point was they were trying to explain why uh, what was his name? Um, the the um, Dr. Matsumoto, why he created videos for Achilles to explain what the special powers were instead of just like writing it down. Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. and and that and it also was supposed to explain why instead of like telling him which buttons to push, like look numbers and stuff, he would put like a, like a little cutout of a sun of a sun on it. It's like that's the flare. Push that button. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I didn't even notice that. Holly pointed it out. It's like, oh, because he can't read, so he has to put little symbols on buttons. It's like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, how are you paying more attention than I am? <laughs> you know what? I know it's a post-apocalyptic future, but how do you not fucking read? I well, I mean, that makes more sense. Less schools. I now little things about the future. Let's let's talk about how the, again. This is a post-apocalyptic future. Future films always have future stuff. Now, they had the flying car. They had the flying car. Which, I don't know. I um, like the one scene where he goes and he visits his, uh, I guess, his sister. And she's like, we're having real meat tonight. And it's kabasi and beans. I, I would say hot dog. That was not a kabasi. That was it a was fucking. Dog. It was huge. It had that to be kabasi. No, it was a huge hot dog, sir. It was rounded on the ends. Don't even don't insult kabasi by calling that kabasi. That was a hot dog. <laughs> that's the joke. The joke was that it was a hot dog. But I like that. No, see now, that's interesting. You say that. I like the fact that where she implied that post-apocalypse, they're trying to repopulate. They keep having these prenatal pictures up everywhere. Right. Not really clear what they're selling, but it has to do with birth, which is that's the only thing that's important. So I, I kind of appreciate that. Like you know what. We're not going to explain it. All you have to know is pregnancy is important. Right. Right. And so when they get to her, she's like, oh, yeah, we're having our fifth kid. But, you know, they give you three bedrooms. <laughs> so, again, uh, government allowances for parents with more children, the opposite of China. I thought that was interesting. Nice. You know that came from Joe. That didn't come from Stuart. It came from Joe. Giant fighting robots came from Stuart. The importance of repopulating the earth after a post-apocalypse, that came from Joe. <laughs> By the way, one of the books that Joe Halderman wrote, I actually have on my shelf, but I never read. It's called the uh, the um, the Hemingway Hoax, and I think time travel's involved. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> oh boy! But yeah, I mean, after you, after oh god, <laughs> have I mentioned it's been one hell of a week? <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. Oh, tell me about it. Um, it took a lot for me to get up for this episode. I'll tell you that. <laughs> to the point of where I'm, I'm finishing the, the, this movie at work. You know. <laughs> I, I Which is something watching. I absolutely cannot do. Well, I, 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 was, I was lucky enough to watch this with Holly. And, uh, uh, you I know watch, what? Sometimes... I watch all this shit alone because my wife refuses to. See, now, see there you go. Uh, uh, my marriage, because uh, Holly and I are now engaged, 
Congratulations. Um, which I didn't mention. Uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Are you it, fucking done looking at venues? Jesus. Yes. I think you looked yes. at more than I did. No, yes, we're done. <laughs> we're, we're, we've got it narrowed down to four or five. Good. Uh, I'll tell you later. Um, nice. but, but when she's watching, every now and then, she's like, she'll just like, she, again, it's always a one-up machine on what to complain about. And at the end, uh, the, the, he cuts off the Russian's ar- robot arm. Spoiler alert. Oh, I know what you're going to say. Right. What, what do you, well, we'll see. And like, it's going to be the, in, and then he starts going like, uh, well, Achilles, the girl, the girl cuts off the arm. The girl cuts off the arm and then the Achilles comes out. I'm going to get climb in this machine and I'm going to kick your ass. But then he ends up getting knocked out of the machine again. Right. And while he's running around doing serpentine, he runs behind the fist. He's going to he's going to rig the fist to, to blow back at the Russian guy. And so he pulls out a random wire and starts tying wires together. And Holly's like, how does he know which wires are going to do that? That's not the like, problem I had. I mean, either I'm like. He's a robot jock. Obviously, you know which was wires to twist. Why? 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 Well, no. The the problem I had is because that arm was cut off on a different fucking continent. <laughs> no, no. They came back to the same place. No, they go out in the fucking outer space, and doesn't the the Russian guy go, oh Transylvania, and then they go land on another part of the world? Well, they land right back at the same spot, which I found even more ridiculous. No, I I could have sworn he says Transylvania. He says, and, he, I don't think he says Transylvania. I don't know what he says. I, no, he, I think he says Das Moldania, which means goodbye in Russian if you pronounce it properly, which oh, I didn't. I, well, you know what? I'm watching it at work. I'm trying not to get in trouble for no, that. No, it's so, yeah, that was Das Moldania. So maybe they should fucking throw some t- subtitles up there for maybe us non-Russian people. <laughs> Motherfucker. But I could have sworn he said Transylvania, and they no, go land on a different part of the world. I, I would I would say it was Dasvidanya, whatever the fuck it is. All right, I'll, I'll but, trust you on that. Well, no, because the, the bleachers are there when they get there, Joey's. It's the same spot, which I found ridiculous. No, I thought they said they got rid of the bleachers. I didn't pay attention they that much to the They got rid of the people. Scene. They didn't dissemble the bleachers. The bleachers are still there. There's just nobody in them. Fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> not ar- I'm not arguing. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to explain it to you. No, it was Dasvidanya. <laughs> no, but again, yeah, they blow, they go into outer space, and even then, I'm telling Holly, that's in Pacific Rim. She's like, I don't remember. <laughs> so yeah, they fly the thing out into space. That's when they pull out the sword and shit. That was that was fucking Pacific Rim. She's like, I don't remember that. So all right, well, trust me, they ripped that off too. <laughs> right? Yeah, oh, sure they did. Yeah, thank you. All and right, let me, and let me tell you something. This movie spawned so many, so many fucking mech. Uh, video games. <laughs> I mean, holy shit! Wasn't there uh, a video a franchise just called like uh, Mecha Warrior or something like that, or uh, Mecha something? Well, I mean, the Mech stuff's been around for ages. Yeah, right? but the, f- the but the way they did it after this movie, where it's like giant robots on your PC screen fighting each other, this was definitely to de- de- kick that off. This definitely re- restarted any movement there was about giant robot fighting. Yes. Right. Uh, it was uh, what was the most famous? I thought the f- most famous franchise was like Mecha Warrior or something like that. Uh, the Robot Warriors, I remember, was one of them. Yeah, we're both as we're both type. You gotta love the fucking internet. It's just like ruined like memory anymore. We had, uh, I don't remember that. I mean, hold on, let me let me uh, Google that. Uh, Robot Warriors. Uh, oh, excuse me. And that was '96. That was like ten years later, eight years later, seven years later. Oh, excuse me. Top ten best mech games of all time. No, but this, 
uh, you know, again, the late 80s, a lot of stuff was kind yeah. of... Mech Warrior. Right. L- let me say this. I wouldn't say re- rebooted, <clears throat> but interest in stuff that was already been around for years, right. a lot of it came back around in the late 80s. And Stuart Gordon himself, not only with Robot Jocks bringing back the whole mech fighting stuff, look at him bringing back H.P. Lovecraft into the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, true. he brought he he dragged H.P. Lovecraft into an era that no one gave a shit about, even Poe. And uh, yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that like, and that even bled in the video games. After that, I mean, the role playing games, which were around before that too, but still, that bled. I mean, and that's obviously why Jeffrey Combs has a cameo because of Stuart Gordon. Oh no, definitely. But yeah. still, but that not just him. I mean, again, Stuart, Jeffrey Combs was a big fucking name. Well, yeah, but Stuart Gordon knew he could get him. Oh, well, yeah, he's Stuart Gordon. <laughs> Is he you know, dead? You know, you know my no, favorite... Stu- Stuart you know my Gordon's favorite, still alive. My favorite Jeffrey Combs uh, cameo ever. Have you ever seen the shitty, 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 shitty horror film, Fear.com? No. With, um... Oh, yeah, uh, the, yeah, with, uh, yes, I did see it. Steven Dorf? Is it Steven F- Dorf? It's Steven Dorf Needs No Helmet. Yeah, Dorf Needs No Helmet. He's in a horrible film. Dorf is the lead character... Combs plays this like grizzled cop friend of his. He's got maybe five minutes of screen time. Really? And every time he comes on, you're like, "That's the guy I want to follow for the next rest of this film. This guy's fucking awesome." <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like playing like the weary noir detective, and just fucking nails it. <laughs> Combs was always the man. And just you know, uh... did you see that uh, Stephen Dorff Leo? Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio meme that I did after Leonardo DiCaprio yes, won the I Oscar. Did. Yes, I did. My personal favorite meme. We I know, talk- I, I know, I did it, but yes, we always talk about that. <laughs> Suck it, <laughs> dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it, it 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 annoys me that it the concept for the meme is so simple, yet it's not shared endlessly like it should be. Like, well, there there are dumber memes that I've seen come across. My, my timeline, it's like, this is just getting shared fucking everywhere right now. You know, hey, you know, my, what, what do you want to do? What you want, you want you want the general public to like you? Then become a, like a fucking um, Duck Dynasty guy, you know? You know, BuzzFeed ripped us off. BuzzFeed ripped us off because we're fucking awesome. <laughs> I, I was thinking maybe BuzzFeed would rip us off on that one, too. <laughs> but they, they didn't. Uh, yeah, we were ahead of the curve of that whole Ghostbusters thing, by the way. I that was the first time I saw it anywhere when we did it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, just saying. And you know, just and, to uh, and I'm telling you, I I've been do I do searches like once a week. I have found nobody else ever in the history of Google anything recorded where anybody mentions the fucking clown hammer guy in Death Wish. <laughs> anybody? How is not? I can't be the first person who's ever noticed that. I refuse to believe that. Even though it took me like five viewings, ten viewings to find Wait, what's that guy with the hammer? I I can't believe I'm the first person to see that. I'm glad you did. <laughs> I've seen that movie a hundred times and I didn't right? notice it. Fucking crazy. And, and after that, like the whole the whole airport scene's blown for me because I'm watching the cowboy walking back and forth and the guy with the potted plant. Where the fuck did he come from? <laughs> Off the plane, apparently. Yeah, you know. <laughs> God, what episode did we do Death Wish? Where you got to watch the video for that. Which yeah, yeah, I, I believe is not uh, on YouTube because it, it got flagged and 
all that bullshit. But uh, that's also something I'm working on. I'm working on hosting our videos ourselves and people being able to watch them just from our website. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. You know, because I, I you know, I, I want them to be on YouTube, but you YouTube know, doesn't want us. Well, until YouTube gets their shit together, and I can upload well, a video and us not get in trouble for six weeks. They don't it, want the shit together because they're placating all the big co companies so they don't get their asses sued. So like, okay, listen, don't sue us and let you flag whatever the fuck you want. Well, one of the things that they're doing more lately is the the companies that have a dispute hmm. with us, they just let them monetize it instead of us. Right. So Because it's technically not original content. I mean, our show... Our voices, that's original, but right. us showing the movie or any trailers in the background technically is not original content. But it is technically fair usage. It is fair usage. The concept of showing the movie in the background while it's being reviewed, I haven't seen anyone else do that but us. Right. I really, I haven't. And the fact that we can't put every episode we do every week. And, and I know, think the evidence I, I that hate that. I hate it. I think the evidence that it's valid fair usage is the number of people that bitch and whine on our episodes on YouTube that say, hey, we wanted to watch this movie, but these people keep talking over it. Oh, my God. Somebody just told us that <laughs> The Keep is un... Obviously, English is not their first language. The The Keep is uncriticable. That, that's that's how they use... <laughs> uncriticable? <right>? Uncriticable. <laughs> so, all right. Now i got to pull it up and read it just because it's it's kind of funny and... Uncriticable? Yeah, oh, I'm going to read it to you. In some ways it is. I mean... It's uncriticable. 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 <laughs> oh, by the way, anybody who's listening to our show, yes. uh, our, our blog, I'm just trying to get back into getting our blog posted recently, and re recently I just posted a review for God's Not Dead, the first one. I read it. Very good. <laughs> and as I told you earlier today, I'm now reading the novelization of God's Not Dead 2 because... I have issues. <laughs> you do, clearly. <laughs> but as soon as I can watch God's Not Dead 2, because I'm not sure what's in the in the novelization that's not in the book, I'll be sure to review that as well. So Alejandro Menendez writes, Well, this movie is a classic, a cult film. Take into consideration this fact. Wait, wait, wait. Then this, which film was this again? The Keep. The Keep, all right. Classic? I don't know. Well, film? Maybe. Well, let me read it. All right. Take into consideration this facts. I'm not going to correct his grammar or spelling. No, no. Just go uh, with it. I'm just reading it. it as is. Go with it. A 210 minutes cut and the year was made. Still is a perfect <laughs> cult movie with excellent cast, great atmosphere, and taking all that into consideration, you really suck big time as movie critic. This movie is uncriticable. I mean, so basic, basically what he's saying there is that because the movie was made into a 210-minute cut, it's a masterpiece. Because obviously anything that long can't be anything but a masterpiece. Now, now in, in his defense, when he said uncriticable, I think he was much, he meant to say uncriticizable, which I believe is still not a word. But, yeah. but it might be closer to what he meant to say, which is that you can't... Uh, make it well, critical. in the previous sentence, he says we suck as movie critics. So, well, I, th I think right. he does mean uncriticable. You know, fair enough. I mean, if you don't like our criticism of the film, then I, you know, I don't know how you uh, how do you how great. you say you know 
unrateable and yeah, we, we defended the film. In sp- we, we didn't I'm, slam that film, did I'm we? I'm pretty sure we said we liked it. Yeah, I mean, we reviewed it because we liked it. I mean, we... we, we I mean, it's a bad movie. Cons. I mean, it is a fucking bad movie, but it's a I'm, fun bad movie. But it's got, and, and I think we highlighted the positive points of the film and the yeah. weaknesses of the film, which come from mainly tra- translating the, the, the original text in a bad way, right. uh, removing the main focus of the text, uh, which, you know, having read the original book, too, I mentioned. Uh, so, really, uh, what I'm trying to say is Alexandra couldn't suck it. Yeah. Um, just, just like but, uh, Stephen Dorff. Now... Um, um, now, now this other person writes. Okay. I just want to touch on this real quick. If he's saying the film's uncriticable, uh, if he meant uncriticizable, then what he meant is that uh, this film is beyond any kind of critical uh, review, which is incorrect because nothing is a, a beyond critical review. Nothing if is. you mean it is um, unassailable, that is it, that you are unable to make any kind of negative responses to it, nothing is uh, unassailable either. Uh, so, so what you're saying is he's wrong. I'm saying he can suck it. He can suck it. Okay. Um, what's interesting is there are other comments uh, on this video, and one of them is uh, says Scott Glenn plays uh, Glaken or Gleeken, uh-huh. Tr- uh, Tris Magestus. You can read more about uh, more about him in the Repairman Jack series. Yes. Which uh, is also written by um, what F. Paul Wilson? F. Paul Wilson. Yeah. Uh, now that that yeah, he he appears. Now he's not in all the Repairman Jack series, but he's in some of them. Good, right. Now here, not to get off track. F. Paul Wilson has three or four different cycles of novels, and they all intersect. So if you read the Repairman Jack novels, it intersects with the other series, uh, other cycles of novels he wrote. So. He does appear in maybe one or two of the Repairman Jack novels, but he's not a part of those that series. Got it. Uh, it it's, it's a very complex... Uh, um, it's a complex series. Storyline. Story uh, series t- of novels, yeah. Sure, I get it. I get it's not it. like the Jack Reacher series. Okay, every novel has Jack Reacher in it. These things, he's got four different things going in there. F. Paul Wilson's a very good author. Oh, yeah. This is, well, and honestly, the best authors are the ones that have their ideas fucked up in films. Just ask <laughs> Dean, uh, Dean Koontz and Stephen King. This is also true. Although D- Stephen King has had some success. The well, mis- mainly mis- because of uh, fucking um, Frank Darabont. So Frank Darabont's the guy that did The Mist, right. Mile, Shawshank and, Redemption. And I saw they're doing a Mist TV show. Yeah, that's going to suck. Damn them to their fucking cores. Yeah. Unless Frank Darabont has creative, uh, like no, he's a creative producer, it may no. not suck. No, you fuck that beyond that. It's a great contained story. It was perfect. The ending is ten times better than King's ending, which King admits. Absolutely, admits too. Done. Leave it. Move the fuck on. Fuck television. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, anyway, robot jobs really sucks. Uh, well, very quickly, this one person for the keep video says. Oh. Fine. Just found this. It's gripping. What was that one eggplant reference? So I responded and I said, "Refresh our memory. Where in the film?" <laughs> an eggplant reference? I I'd have to listen back to that episode. I mean, we're very you know. Po- the film pop, pop, or for us? Did we, did we mention see that, that that I, I dude? I don't know, but I'm assuming. Now I have to listen to the episode again. I'm, I'm assuming one of us said something about eggplants. I, I would maybe know. compare him to an eggplant because he was big and blue, but uh I dude, I don't know, man. 
Now so. I have to listen to the whole episode again. Shit. <laughs> All right. But but I read that comment, so I did reply back, and they didn't say anything. So. Uh, now, uh, all right. Uh, I guess I know what I'm doing while I'm working tomorrow. So, I mean, I try to reply to everyone that says something to us, uh, except for the people that are looking for free movies and uh, say bad things and, what the fuck? you know, are like shitting on us for reviewing a movie. It's like, obviously, this is a review. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I you should make it more. Okay. You should make it more apparent in the titling. Maybe you shouldn't be trolling YouTube for free videos, you cocksucker. <laughs> I, well, you know what, too? It's it's one of those things where I'm just going to ignore you, but if you just keep fucking poking, I'm going to fucking say something, and well, then I'll, re I'll report it, you because like, you're, a, like, you're a dick. It's not like the sites where, like, like if you do a search for a full movie Tron, and, like, you get, like, five of them, and you click on one of them, and it says full movie Tron, and you click it, and it says, yeah, go to our website, and you can find this. Like, oh, fuck you. I hate that shit. Yeah, but but it's not like we're doing that. It's like movie sucktastic episode to blah blah blah. This right. and what else you want us to say? Read the fucking description. The reviews in there, asshole. That's right. I mean, and, and yeah, that that one guy that just back and forth for like a month. And two if you weeks, check three weeks check, a month, it was right. And if you check the runtime of the episode, it ain't the same runtime of the film. We very rarely finish at the same time the film does. Yeah, although we're getting very close. Oh really? What, what, yeah. Where are we at right now? Hour and nine. This is only an hour and twenty-four minute movie, so we're at an hour and nine minutes, hour and ten I, minutes for the I, I review. Like, I like. I like when. Um. I like what. Since we're probably getting to that point right now, what's her name? Athena. Yeah. Mary John. What else has she been in? She looks. She looks like a Cosby oh, show. Where where her, where her her robots being fisted by the Russian guy? No, I like before that where she gets in there. It's like, all right, we're gonna stop the elevator. You can't get out. It's like, oh no! And she's like, she's like climbs out as a robot. It's like, holy shit! We never thought of that. The uh, the only like other that. thing that I really remember her from is I'm gonna get you sucker. She played the woman that uh, Keenan Ivory Wayans takes back to the apartment, and she goes, "Well, I have a secret. I don't have green eyes." And she takes out contacts, and then she proceeds to say, uh, she like takes off like one of her limbs, and then she takes off another limb, and then she takes off her hair, and she's bald, and Keenan Ivory Wayans like runs out of there screaming. That's where I remember her from. Wow, you have a really weird memory. Well, I love that movie. <laughs> but I don't remember her from everything, anything else. She might have been like in a different world, which is a spinoff of the Cosby show. Uh, I see her in a lot of TV shows, but like Melrose plays shit like that. I don't... Eh, I don't know. But I, uh, but I, I remember her from I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. She she looks like a lot of other actors. She you know what it is she, she like she has she bears like a, a very slight resemblance to Ray Dong Chong I think in some way maybe. No. All right, then I'm a racist. Never mind. <laughs> just move on. Let's just move on. But uh, I, I like when she climbs out and there's like oh no she's a robot's actually climbing out of the pit we never thought that could happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. Guys, really? Come on, you guys. That's the only thing. That's the only safe. I like the one part. I, I turned to Holly. He's like, after that, man, we have to really work on our security protocols here, don't we? <laughs> Black chick passes a white guy, climbed out of the uh, out of the pit with the robot. How the fuck didn't we plan on that? <laughs> oh, this is where he tells him he's gonna get in there and kick his ass. I'm gonna kick your ass. Now, here's the biggest letdown of the film for me. And they, this... they zoom in on him, too. Like, yeah, it's and, this real dramatic... And this is where you know they're just ripping off Rocky 4. Is like, at, at the, by the end of the film, 
the Russian, uh, Alexander and Achilles are both out of their robots, and they're just swinging each other with metal poles. Right. Yeah! Nice, nice like, a, like a prolonged five-minute fight sequence. And then Achilles is like, ah, I'm <coughs> not fighting anymore. We can walk away together. We can live. We can live. And I'm like, crush his fucking skull. <laughs> Alexander, crush his fucking skull. It's like, at that point, I'm rooting for the Russian. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we could do it. And they fist bump way before it was popular. Yeah. And, it, was, uh, it, was a, it was a weird way to end a movie. Now, the fist bump is, <laughs> is, is the image I used for our Facebook page. I love it. It's great. And all, all I have to say is when they showed the fist bump, the only two things I could think of was Rocky Four bullshit and RCHX. Oh. <laughs> Fucking RCHX. Who who did these things? They're not even. They just like took the back of the television, and for all you surprised they didn't just use a fucking Nintendo Power Glove for Christ's sakes. For all you, for all you people under the age of like twenty five who are watching this or have watched Robot Jock, RCA still exists. They still exist, but they're very very unfamiliar with it because they're used to HDMI. So this is what before HDMI you had RCA jacks and you had different coloring for audio and video. And if you had left and right audio, you had different colors for that. That's right. And that's what you plugged your into your sound system and your video and your TV. It was all that. It wasn't HDMI. It wasn't a super video, which even now is like a fucking antique. So oh, yeah. they, when they bump their fist, it's, it's technically, it's less sophisticated than the power glove because they actually just have RCA cables strapped to their fucking knuckles. Yes, they do. I'm thinking of uh, taking your picture and putting it in a, um, a speech bubble and just doing wubba 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 from Big Hero 6. <laughs> I don't know if that would work, but uh, I don't know if I don't know if it would work, but if I can make it work, I am going to try. Maybe I'll have like uh, actually Baymax like uh, like behind the gloves. <laughs> once again, I'll say I like Big Hero Six, but I really resent these films where they feel they need to kill off like half the family before you get into the film. It's a Disney thing, though. It is a fucking fuck Disney. What the fuck are they doing? It's just a Disney thing. I, I remember seeing um, Up in the theater, and I'm like, fuck! I wasn't ready to have my fucking soul ripped apart in the first ten minutes. What the? What are you doing? <laughs> this is supposed to be a fun film about a grumpy old guy. Don't show me his whole life and show me why he's upset. God damn you! Yeah, that's it's it's a hard opening to watch, but it's, it's still a great movie. A- any other like favorite scenes or lines from uh, Robot Jocks? Um, love the Russian. <laughs> love the Russian. <laughs> uh, like the best. I like to think through like, all right, this is the final test for you guys, uh, for you test tube babies to become uh, a robot jock. We're gonna have you climb a um, a jungle gym. We're gonna shake it a lot, and we're gonna try to kill you while you're climbing it. Yeah. And does the one guy die? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's dead. No, he's in a full body cast. Oh, that's right. He's in a cast. I remember they showed the bar. He's got <laughs> he's, the body he's just, cast He's on. just kind of like this. That's right. Like, Anyone ah, watching the video, he's like in a cast. full body cast. Because it's like, oh, they couldn't even kill him. They, they should have <laughs> had the Russian compliant, like, flick his ear coming in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the great thing is? That would have been great. Now, here, here's the great thing about robot jocks. We, we're, we're making fun of the film. It's a bad movie. There were still fun moments in the movie. And you, oh, yeah. 
you know, and I, I, I like the whole idea that you can watch these bad movies and you, you can appreciate some of the stuff. Like, oh, it's kind of interesting that they tried to do this. And, oh, well, they they tried to do this and they didn't fucking do it. But, the, you know, it's there's a charm to that. And I think we lose that going forward. <clears throat> I mean, we're... <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Reviewing RoboJocks is a bad movie, but I wouldn't say never watch it. Like no. maybe the, like like the following. Fuck that shit. Now this film ended up with a sequel. Did called, it? Yes. Uh, the sequel. Oh no! I'll tell you exactly what the sequel is called. No. It, it's called um, Robot Wars or something like that. Robot yeah, Ro- Wars, Robot no. Wars came out in 1993. That's one I mentioned like a half an hour ago. Thank you. You know what's funny? This movie is PG, but there's like like three ass shots in this movie. <laughs> you know what's funny is like like, like 1989 so they get to 1993 and think you know what you know special effects have advanced a lot we can do this better now yeah oh you can't robot wars uh came out in 1993 it had an april uh let's see it had an april theatrical release date yep robot wars got a four out of ten on imdb <laughs> I wonder if that's listed on because um, I was actually surprised to see that Robot Jocks was listed on Box Office Mojo I am too um, that's how I found out that it was in 300 something theaters that's really, really the late 80s early 90s is when directed video exploded oh yeah uh, yeah Robot Wars is not on especially Box Office Mojo with horror films and sci-fi films that yep. was like the major yeah and let me tell you something. I just found out today that my, probably not my all-time favorite website, but definitely my top two sites, Box Office Mojo being the other one, thenumbers.com is no longer. Oh, no! It's fucking gone. It, gone. Like, when I go to it, it says that this page no longer exists or blah, blah, blah. I was very, I was heartbroken. That is my go-to website when I want to find out release dates, like exact release dates and whatnot. That was a damn good site. I'm hoping that it's just down, that it's not down for good. Hmm. But that, that it's the-numbers.com. It really pissed me off when I went to it. Because I, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember summer of 1990 was like the summer of sequels. It was like the Gremlin sequel, the RoboCop sequel... Um, then of course, uh, Total Recall came out. It was like this CGI stop motion blue screen green screen sequel summer, and uh, I was like, oh, it's like Robot Jocks falls into that you know stop motion stuff because the stop motion is very similar to how they did it in RoboCop Two, except RoboCop Two had like a thirty-five million dollar budget. Um, but yeah, the the numbers is gone. I'm like, God damn, that sucks. Well, Wikipedia doesn't mention it being, like, extinct, so there's that. Really? Okay. Hopefully yeah. it's just down. Hopefully. Because that was the site we went to when you, you came up with the idea of, of um, recording all the films that have ever been released on our actual birthday. That's right. That's right. And I, I think Rocky Horror Picture Show was released on my birthday. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, have, I don't have a lot of movies actually on my birthday. I think I have, like, 10 or, or yeah. 11. And a couple of them are actually hard to get. Um, one is about uh, like the birth of flight or some shit like that. Well, I don't count the, the stupid small. No, no, no. I count it. It's on my birthday. Uh, I count it, and I had a theatrical release. So, um, 
Speaking of which, I, I kind of realized yesterday, it kind of dawned on me. It's like, I'm thinking, wait a minute. Because uh, every every now and then I read about 9-11 because I read that kind of shit. And I was like, wait, that was 2001. We're yeah. coming up 15th anniversary, 15. which my birthday's in September, so that always bothers me. Because <laughs> uh, it's annoying, not because of like you know sadness or anything. And it occurred to me, it's, <laughs> it's been 15 years since that. I'm so fucking old. <laughs> And it's like the film that I, the films I grew up with. Well, like, yeah, yeah just, this is great. Well, when that when that happened, I was only tw- I was twenty four years old, and I go, was turning twenty five. And I was older than that, but twenty five. And and it's like I'm like fuck. Whole life ahead of me. So fucking old, and the films that I grew up with, and like yeah, you know, I really they're fucking old now. Yeah, Back to the Future just had a thirtieth anniversary. Holy shit! I remember seeing Back to the Future in the theater. Yeah, me too. And I remember the film breaking during the uh, the lightning sequence. Oh, really? And, got, and we got free passes to another film, yeah. How many times has that happened to you, where a film uh, broke? Five. Five times? But where either the film broke, uh, or there was a problem with the um, lenses. Specifically, I went took my father to see the cell. God help me. Oh. And the first ten minutes of the film, they showed it with the wrong lens. They showed it with a widescreen lens. So... Okay. So, uh, Vince Vaughn standing on a rock in a river, and you can't see his head. I'm like, that's weird. That's a weird framing. And they they came out and apologized. Yeah, we showed it in the wrong. Here's a free pass. We show, we had the wrong lens on the camera. And in the old days, you had to swap the fucking. I don't know if they have to now, but you had to swap the lenses out. You had the widescreen lens. You had to, had to physically move them. Oh wow. I'm not sure how it does now, but some idiot didn't do that. <laughs> and, Ironically uh, enough, the only two times it's ever happened to me was with you. And it was House of a Thousand Corpses. The, <laughs> I, don't remember, the, I don't remember that House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, yeah. The, the sound cut out, and then the film broke. Oh, yeah. I remember that because it happened. Don't you, because it, the, one, the scene, it's a, uh, it's a big crane shot. shot. Yeah. yeah. And they're panning up, and I'm like, you know, this scene actually works without sound. Yeah. And like, we're going back and forth. Scott and I were like, this works really well without yeah. sound. It was weird because they were like, like, is this intentional? Because, you know, it could work. It's kind of, yeah. I remember and, that. And then... It, uh, the other one was one of the Saw movies. It was at the Washington Theater. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, it was the Washington. They, they yeah. fucked that up. I, my, my favorite one ever, and I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again real quick, is Blair Witch. I went with Stacy to see Blair Witch. Oh, God. And, oh, oh, are we done with Robot Chucks? <laughs> well, no, we'll, we'll wrap it up in a second. All right, because you, you, you got a challenge for me. I and bet. I've got to tell this real quick. Okay, is go for that, it. In case anybody's ever heard of it, we went to see uh, Blair Witch. And this is, this, Blair Witch is like the first found footage film ever. Like like yeah. mainstream, so it's the holy no, grail, right? So everyone's like 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 everybody's talking weird about it. It's like all right, be prepared for anything. Made my so wife watch cry. the film, and we're at the end, <laughs> just near the end of the scene, where like uh, the the remaining girl and guy, the one that kept reminding me of Gary, uh, they're like sitting in the forest, like rocking back and forth, like like they've kind of lost their minds. And then the pa- this camera pans up to the sky, and then all of a sudden the film stops, the lights come up, and the monkeys come up. Cheer up, sleepy Jean. Oh, what can I mean? And everybody in the theater is real quiet and like looking around, like, is that the end? Was that? That's weird. Is that? Is that the end of the film? Because no one, you, you have no idea what you're waiting for in this fucking film. Right. Again, this is this film set. This is like home. it's not pre-internet, but it, it, the internet was so fucking young. It was that, young enough where people were looking up Blair Witch and believing the fact that it was based on a true story. Exactly. Yeah. 
So, and, and, and Ga- actually, ironically, Gary's the one that told me about the film. Was like, he sent me a link before. He's like, man, this is supposed to be real. Have, have you checked it out? It's like, no, this is weird. So it's ironic that I thought that one character was kind of like Gary. <laughs> but so then like, so after like 30 seconds, somebody comes out and goes, I'm sorry, the, 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 uh, the film broke. We're going to start in a minute. You have free passes at the end, blah, blah, blah. And if you're listening, if you're ever in a movie theater and the film breaks or there's a pause in it, if they don't come out and apologize at the end, go to the manager and ask for free fucking passes and they will give them to you. Yeah, because they don't they do not do that shit anymore. They just they, expect you to fucking take it. You, you track down the manager and say, my film experience was interrupted by your technical problem. I want free passes. And they will give them to you. They will not argue with you. Absolutely. It is your right as a film goer to get free passes for the next film. Do so. Uh, anyway, so she comes out and apologizes, comes back in. And so they start to film. And the biggest problem was the final climactic scene at night when they're going through this final house in Blair Witch, and I'm watching it, and in the back of my head, cheer up, sleepy G. <laughs> oh, ruined the fucking movie. All oh. I can think of is Monkey's movie. And then the, then the, the fucking people talking in the bottom right-hand corner. Oh. But I yelled at them later. Dicks. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I would honestly say I've had probably like seven or eight films break on me in my entire life. And then uh, the only two times it's ever happened to me, I was with you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> well, yeah, Robot Jocks. Robot Jocks. Uh, I, Weird ending. I Honestly, I, li- you can't I like even, You can't even say it's been set up for a sequel. What, because Robot they, they didn't They didn't use anyone from, as far as I know, anyone from this in the sequel. But... Oh that but of course you know america prevails because he basically alexander won the fight technically now but again and that was the thing again little little things i found interesting they don't ever they don't ever say america and they don't show any flags right and even russia I think they, like you said, they may. Well, don't they do that at the one shot where Masamoto or whatever is showing him footage from uh, the weak spot that he got, and it showed like a little flag over, under, above Tex or underneath Tex Conway's name. But anything they did with America and Russia, it was vague. They they very, very vague, very downplayed, and like you know, they red and white for for us. Which ironically, red's a Russian color. So how do you how do you how do you do that? So Russia just comes out with the black spider at the end. Well, red and I, white's also Japanese. So well, and that's again that whole like that, and I, I've said it before. I hate the fact that it's become so popular with future stuff, thanks to Blade Runner and fucking Neuromancer and all this stuff, where it's always a Japanese or Chinese and American mixture. <laughs> and I, I I just want a future where it's like American and like like uh, Sweden. <laughs> like somehow Sweden became a world power. We didn't see it coming. Well, that's yeah. The but sure. yeah, I mean, yeah. So they 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 everything great meatballs. But like they blur the lines between nationalities, so you're not really rooting for the American versus the Russian, even though you are, because we never ever actually spell that out. Right. So that's interesting in the film too. It's like that Joe Haldeman like like subtlety leaking in, and then Stewart slaps it down. Wait, 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 wait! Giant robots and two babies. <laughs> two bees. Yeah, tubies. Tubies. <laughs> like, oh, they're being clever. You know, yeah. Because yeah. in, in the late 80s, test tube babies were like the shit. Yeah, totally. They're growing them in the test tubes. And Holly was telling me, too, like, yeah, when I was a kid, I heard test tube baby. I always thought of like a little baby actually a test tube. It's like, me too, because we were fucking kids. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, but yeah. <laughs> wow. 
No, it was she. She said that. I was like, you know what? I thought the exact same thing because we were fucking idiots. I did too. I mean, I did too. Yeah, I mean, well, it, 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 how, it, I mean our minds are aren't molded yet. No, when you tell little kids test tube baby, what do you think of a baby a baby in a test tube? Yeah. The little kid is in the test. There you go. That's it. <laughs> you know, it, it's harder to wrap your mind around artificial insemination. You know. Yeah. Well, yeah. That. You know, All right. Let's go ahead and rate this on IMDb well, then. Fine. What, what do you want? Well, it's currently 5.3 out uh-huh. of 10. I can go 5 on this. I say it's Ooh. average. Oh, five, 5 is average. Yeah. 4 or 5. I mean, uh, you could talk me into a 4. You know, I'm torn because I don't hate the film, so I don't want to do it low. But at the same time, you have, you have to admit the shoddy... Ah, hmm... Tell you what, you know, I'm I'm in a good mood. Let's say five. Fuck it. I'm in, what are you throwing me a bone? Fuck you. No, no. I'm saying I'm in a good mood like you. I'm enjoying the film. I'm not five. angry. Fuck five. It. five. Let's do fuck. fuck five. Angle. Five is good. All right. Wow. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh. For the um, demographics. Yeah. Um, the the highest ranking in demographic breakdown is males under eighteen, seven point five. Wow. Kids, males kids, under the kids age of 18 love this. Love this fucking movie. <laughs> uh, and there's only two of them, so you got to figure at the worst, one rated at ten, the other rated at a seven. If I let my sons or watch this, six. they'd probably love it. Six, six and a ten is the worst you could do. So I'm guessing they they were both pretty on the same page. Yeah. I, I'm honestly thinking one was a six, one was an eight. Yeah. But still, that's a good for two underage 18s. And then the lowest rating is females. Aged forty-five and over at four point nine, <laughs> uh, and they're tied with males aged forty-five and over at four point nine. Older people are like fuck this shit. It's like I saw this in a theater and I'm still mad. Now our <laughs> now our demographic, age thirty to forty-four, yeah, is uh five males thirty to forty-four is five point four. I see that. I mean our age four point nine. Mm-hmm. They're 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 still hung up on um, dirty dancing, so they're not uh, they're not. My wife needs to stop doing that. <laughs> I'm di- IMDb posting shit on my timeline. And there's no IMDb uh, employees rating this film, so you know, really, what the fuck, guys? What, what, slack it off. Come on, get their, get their shit together. Because <laughs> they're all probably fucking like 23. Fucking millennials. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> my phone turned. That's weird. All right, so. You got a challenge for me? Yes! <coughs> now, there's a film that I almost challenged you that you'd have a direct actor connection to. Really? Yes. What I don't it? know what I don't know what you're challenging me to, but I Tell will Okay. Um what's his face? Uh Tex, the guy that plays Tex, uh, his real name being oh. Michael Aldridge. Yes. Was in The Taking of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Which is a film I almost challenged to you. That's with Robert Wall. Taking of Beverly Hills? I yes. Taking that. of Beverly Hills with Robert Wall, who was in... Uh, is that even available? He was in a TV show called Wise Guy. Um, I remember Wise Guy. I think you could get it on YouTube. I think the full movie's on YouTube. Taking of Beverly... Have we mentioned that before? It sounds we have, great. because I almost challenged it to you. Yeah, what year was that? 91... 91. Yeah. Taking a Beverly Hills. Is that that one that, like, D- 
didn't get released or no it got released theatrically they wanted that to be a huge film they were trying to turn um the ken wall ken wall not robert wall uh ken wall into like an action star what was the link previously i'm trying to remember what do you mean the link? Like what? What did he do? You were gonna try to trap? You, you were gonna challenge it to me before? What was the link? When you oh, it was gonna be a direct. Uh, <clears throat> it was gonna be a direct. Uh, shit! What was it? It was a direct actor connection, if I remember correctly. It wasn't Ken Wall, was it? Well, Ken. It wasn't Ken Wall, because he's not in any of the films. Shit! What the fuck was it? Oh, I know what it was. We reviewed the film Wise Guys with Danny DeVito. Oh. With Danny okay. DeVito and Joe Piscopo. And I said there was this TV show called Wise Guy with this guy named Ken Wall. And The Taking of Beverly Hills was a horrible movie. It's a bit of a stretch. It might not have been that then. It might have been a better connection. No, I, 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 I can't, I can't no, remember. It was. I think it was that film. I'm still saying. I'm just saying it was a bit of a stretch. Tons of episodes ago. All right. I'm, oh, I'm maybe it was go, maybe it was Matt Frewer because he was in Supergirl, and I was going to do a direct actor connection. That, that could be it too. It's Although just the way Matt Frewer's been in a lot of stuff. All right, now I, I'm going to track. I'm I'm going to. My challenge to this leaving. <laughs> what? Guy. No, the 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 actor leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a direct actor link. Oh boy. And this is going to be to a film that. Won't necessarily be a trash, but it's going to be a great episode. Okay. Do you want to take a stab? Who's the actor? You tell me. And this is a direct actor connection. Yes. Direct actor connection. Direct actor. I'll give connection. you three guesses. Is it Jeffrey Combs? Yes. Okay. Is What's it gonna, the film? Is it going to be? Uh. Not Reanimator. That's, yes, it is. It's Reanimator. We're doing fucking Reanimator, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Because I've, I was thinking, okay, it's either going to be Reanimator or, or it's going to be like From Beyond. Yeah. I'm not doing Fear.com. I can't handle that right no, now. No, no, no. Fuck that, it. Yeah. I'll, fuck it. I love Reanimator. Now, Reanimator is great, but you can still just like spend hours talking about it. It's just fucking awesome film. Yeah, and and you know, like every now and then we have to break from the bad movies and go to something that's just really fucking cool, and I can talk for hours about Reanimator. <laughs> the the one actor in Reanimator, uh, Bruce Abbott, okay, looks exactly like one of the directors that worked in one of my libraries, and I could not <laughs> go to that library without just smiling. And just t purposely talking to him longer than I should have, just so I could just picture him in Reanimator. Because <laughs> they looked... Dude, it was his doppelganger. Like, for sure. Uh, oh, wait, not Bruce Abbott. What the fuck? No, yeah, Bruce no, Abbott, no, right? The, the, no, 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 not Bruce Abbott. The host? Peter Kent. Was it Peter Kent? I don't know, you tell no, me. No, Fuck the, the 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 older tall guy. Uh, oh, Doctor Carl Hill. Yeah, David Gale. David Gale. It was David Gale. Okay, he's been in shit. He's he's not. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it was David Gale. He it was he looked identical to David Gale. Now, real quick before. And all I all I keep thinking of when I talk to him is the scene near the end, where it's just his head. <laughs> now now I, I'm just gonna. 
I'm going to mention it now so I don't have to bring it up during the review of the film. Uh-huh. One of the – I very specifically remember that my parents saw this film before I did. Oh, really? And I remember, like, coming home and they were watching a horror film. And I remember my parents – I remember when I walked in, it was during the cat sequence, the dead cat sequence. Oh, okay. And I remember later uh, my parents talking about it, like telling somebody else, not me. And I remember them referencing – the the severed head between the legs scene <laughs> and like how messed up a film it was and who knew that like just a few years later that like that kind of film would become my life mm. so it's interesting yes it is yeah very cool <laughs> <laughs> but yeah reanimator Jeff right. was the fucking man <laughs> awesome i'm excited I might pull out my two-disc special edition DVD, watch some I extras. I still have mine. Oh, yeah. The limited, the numbered edition? Yes. Yeah, I still uh, have it. Is it elite. numbered? It's an elite numbered edition, yeah. Hold on, let me see. I got it right here on the two-disc. It's a two-disc two it's two two green box. Right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, here it is. I don't think I sold mine. Ooh. Hold on. I don't think mine's numbered. Shit, hold on. All right, you, I'm going to be back in one second. All right, go for it. Uh, let's see. Millennium Edition. Six hours of bonus materials. It's a two, it is the two-disc specialist uh, set. Green box. I've got... <laughs> Ooh, Scott might have a numbered edition. Is yours numbered? It is not numbered. I was incorrect. Let me see. Is it this one? Yeah, that's the one I got. It's the, millennium, the millennium Edition. Millennium Edition, yeah. yeah. That's right. THX Optimizer included. Elite Entertainment over six hours of bonus, bonus materials. materials. They actually got THX DTS on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you, I, like uh, like years ago, I, I liquidated almost all of my DVD collection. You know I, what? I, I need to do that because none of this shit is worth anything. I went all the digital. And I have everything digital, but I still have the huge movie collection. I haven't put a disc in a player other than a video game in my Xbox One. That's oh it. no, same here. But um, but what I'm saying is that like like uh and and the Xbox One, I don't know because. I just tried recently to calibrate my television. Doesn't read burn DVDs anymore. <laughs> they they stopped it for piracy reasons. Oh, uh, yeah, no doubt. But when uh, like when I got the TV a year ago, it could read burn DVDs because that's how I calibrated the TV. Anyway, I'm trying to find it. Uh, and uh, oh, yep, it's worthless. It's yeah, it's probably worth like two bucks if that much. <laughs> I'm like, it's got to be worth hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, new, you know what? On half.com, like new, five eighty nine. What's the uh, army? You. Army of Darkness with the alternate cover, like the Conan type got, cover. I, I have got, a numbered. It's only like forty thousand of those, and I have a numbered edition of that. I I, I have eight different versions of Army of Darkness and Evil Dead. Yeah, but you know the you know the one I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the yeah I know the one you're talking about. I think about. they only made twenty. 
or or thirty or forty thousand yeah. of those. They, they released like twelve different cop versions of the fucking film. Right. Just just, just uh, and you know what? Unlike Lucas, I don't begrudge um, Raimi. Raimi at all. I was like, well, yeah, you know you what? Because he made that movie for like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I was like Raimi. You know what? Do it. Go go for it. Because you know. Lucas is like, yeah, you already made your fucking billions. Why are you still doing like color corrected copies? Fuck you. Yeah, or or how come you won't release the original theatrical and I gotta rely on some dude from Czechoslovakia to fucking do it? Yeah, because they're fucking whores. At least Raimi's like, yeah, you know what? I'm still making money on this shit. Yeah, buy some of that. You know why I'm doing Hercules? Okay. Dick. But yeah, yeah, I still have my Reanimator two disc special edition. I'll I'll never get rid of that. That's like that's fucking up there. I have all of these. Just I have fucking. I just kept special ones. Wizard of Oz, Blu-ray, and DVD. I mean, just what? all of these. That's Mary Ellen, not me. It's my, it's my wife. <laughs> what, it, okay. If if I ever say a movie and Scott says, what? Expect, <laughs> it, expect it to be my wife's. I have a two-disc collector's edition of Dirty Dancing. If you, if you listen to episodes okay. from like five years ago... Uh, my parents moved in with me for a while, oh, and, yeah. and we combined DVD collections because I was like, "I don't care, whatever, we'll figure it out." I, you know, I'm not, you know, whatever you want, take. Uh, and every now and then we'd mention, like, "Yeah, Joey, <laughs> I've, I've got, um, I've got both Laura Croft movies on my DVD wall, <laughs> and the whole Spy Kids series." Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Scott, fun. Scott and I would always talk about our our parents' taste in films being nearly identical. Not to us, but to each other. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, just like, yeah. It's like uh like I would talk to Chris about it too. It's like, did your dad uh did your dad like uh that new Jean Claude Van Damme movie? Yeah, he loved it. It's like uh <laughs> of course he did. Oh speaking of Jean Claude Van Damme. What? Guess what I made Holly watch this week or last week. Over the All right. weekend. All right, let's see. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme, Cyborg. No, no, you not wish. Cyborg. Uh, Death Warrant. I forget what we were. talking Oh, wait a minute. Is it uh, the the one where he's got a twin brother? No. <laughs> you wait. wish. Wait, 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 wait. That's not Kickboxer or Bloodsport. That's just too generic. I'll give you a hint. I I believe the link was we were talking about Powers Booth. Oh. God, sudden death! Sudden death! <laughs> you made me see that in a theater, you motherfucker! No, 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 we no, I didn't make you. Yes, we, you did. I did not want to see that, but you told me there was hockey in it. You got Chris and I to go see it, and you said fault. there was hockey involved. Right. You're blaming me for your hockey addiction. It has nothing to do with me. But so, that's how you convinced us. I made Holly watch it, and you know, I made her watch it. Means like we watched it, and like halfway through, she was playing on her phone. And then uh, near the end, she's like asking me questions. Like, How does he know him? Because he was the you know the guy the guy. Oh, because I'm not paying attention. I know you aren't, but you were watching this anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and the main reason I made her watch because I told her at the end, Powers Booth dies in a Robert Redford disguise, <laughs> and a bad one. And, and the helicopter goes straight down. It's like, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really bad fucking movie. It was like Die Hard in a hockey rink. Oh Jesus it's Christ! Like, I, I'm not buying Jean Claude Van Damme as a fireman. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, the best part about it was he keeps doing all this MacGyver shit through the whole film, and we started talking about MacGyver. It's like, yeah, MacGyver, you know, because it was like the whole life hack thing now. It's like, yeah, but 20 years ago that was called MacGyver shit. Yeah. 
And it was like, yeah, he's like doing MacGyver, but it's like it's like Fireman MacGyver, so it's not cool MacGyver. That's right. And I, I think they aren't aren't they like rebooting MacGyver? I heard they were. I I ugh, don't care, but would may, be cool. maybe would, I, don't, you know, I don't. I'm not gonna you know grab old episodes of MacGyver, but uh, that would be cool. MacGyver was kind of cool when he came out. It was the whole idea of like you know smart people can do shit. Yeah, I, I think that would uh, work now if they did that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, and because of that, all of a sudden I have like ten more Jean Claude Van Damme films than I ever did. It's like, oh, I never saw Legionnaires. Let me put that on my list. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ouch! I was surprised they didn't have Sudden Death because my first mention was like, I have to have Sudden Death. I'm looking through, <laughs> like, I've got Double Team, uh, <laughs> which is the one with Dennis Rodman. Right, right. Like, I, I've got, uh, I've got, I've got two of them with twins. That's weird. <laughs> He did. He yeah, did two that, that he did was double impact. Double impact. That's one of them. There's the other one where he's a twin too. He oh has God. two films where he's twins. I'm almost positive. You remember when Universal Soldier was hailed as like his best film he ever made I, ever? You know what? I've never seen that film all the way through. And and Time Cop was his huge blockbuster. Time hit. Cop was fucking great. Don't even bad. Oh no no no! I love Time Cop, you but I'm just saying Time what? Cop was hit was his. Uh, like Steven Seagal's Under Siege. It was like, <laughs> finally, they made a movie that made money. I don't know about it. <laughs> All right, maybe. Yeah, I guess. Now, the funny thing was, I mentioned Time Cop because we were watching S Sudden Death, and she's like, oh, yeah. And some the, the splits came up because he always did the splits in films. Oh, yeah. And I told her, so I don't think he does a split in this one. I'm pretty sure he doesn't do a split in this. And she lost interest immediately. <laughs> and we were talking about it, and I mentioned Time Cop. She said, yeah, doesn't he do that between two chairs? I'm like, no. No, that's, I know that's time kickboxer. Cop. Yeah, no, that's kickboxer. Time time cop, he does it on a kitchen counter, and he does it in boxer shorts. Yeah, so, you know, don't don't question me about Claude Van Damme splits. I know where that fucking happened. He's <laughs> just like, I'm pretty sure it was two chairs. No, that wasn't time cop. No. Yeah, his his other famous move, his other famous move <laughs> was where he jumped in the air and he'd do a roundhouse kick like five yeah. feet up in the air. The great that thing was... is she's like asking me about Jean-Claude Jean, Jean 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 Van Damme's split kicks. And I'm like, no, he doesn't do two chairs in this film. In Time Cop, he does the kitchen thing. And I'm thinking, I'm the superior person here. <laughs> like, no, no, I've lost the argument because I know the fucking answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the weird thing is? Like, Time Cop still comes up today. People like, like in comedy routines. Oh, yeah. How that's like his enduring film. Yep. How weird it is that? Made like a hundred million dollars, which you know, it's but, his biggest like, blockbuster film. Any for him. other film he did? All I mean, like the films that made his career, like Bloodsport, things like that, they don't get mentioned. Time yeah. Cop's the one. Time Cop's the one. You know why? Because the title. Well, yeah. Time Cop. How that that. You, when you say, all you have to do is say "time cop" and like 25 percent of your audience will giggle. <laughs> and did we he, saw did that. He, the, did he just say "time cop"? Did you see "time cop" in the theater? Did I? I saw it in the theater. I'm I'm not. I saw it at the Royal. No, I don't think I did. Oh, I saw it. In the I, I you know what? <laughs> I saw Bloodsport. I saw Kickboxer. I saw Death Warrant. Oh. I saw. Double Impact. I saw Cyborg. I saw you know all of those in a theater because I, I my parents were on a Jean Claude Van Damme kick think, for think, a long time. I think the only Jean Claude Van Damme films I ever saw in the theater were Sudden Death 
and Time Cop. You know what? I think the only film I never saw in a theater was Time Cop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking at his fucking resume of movies, and I just don't... I do not f- picture myself not in the theater like, watching Time Cop. Not counting, like, uh, um, Expendables 3 or whatever. Not counting those. Yeah. I'm talking about, you know, mainly my childhood growing up. Right, yeah. I think the, I think Sudden Death and Time Cop were it for me. Everything else was, like, cable or, or shit. Every, I saw everything but Time Cop, I think. <laughs> Holy shit. I, th- I think at that point, I'm like, I, I gave up on him. Oh, wait, hard I, saw, I, saw Univer- I saw Hard Target. I saw Universal uh, hard Soldier. Target, hard Target, too, because I was on a John Woo kick. I saw it not for John Claude, but I saw it for John Woo. We saw that together. Did we? We, uh, yeah. we, saw, we all saw that as a group. Oh, shit. You know, it's still, I still embarrasses the fuck out of me that I can't remember seeing films with you. Oh, really? It's It, it saddens me. It, don't, don't let it. No, it does, because how come I have a blank spot when it comes to you and the... Except the one uh, Coen Brothers film we saw together, where the yuppies were in the back and they had bottles clinking on the ground and shit because they were drunk. What Coen Brothers movie did we see? I don't don't remember, but I know it was a Coen Brothers film. Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? It might have been. It might have been Oh Brother. It wasn't um, Fargo, because I saw that with... No, uh, I saw saw that with Gerard... And I saw that with Sean, and that's where they were doing the Robitussin Power Hour. Yeah, and, and, which I, I've told on the show a bunch right. of times. And and it wasn't um, Barton Fink because I saw that with Gary and Sean, uh, Gary De- and Chris. Definitely, definitely didn't see Barton Fink with you. Maybe it was Big Lebowski. It wasn't Barton Fink. No, I think we saw Big Lebowski together. You, think, you know, what? I think it might have been Big Lebowski. Yeah. I think you're correct. I'm almost positive it was Big Lebowski. I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. Love that movie. Great film. Great movie. I, I would say 80, 80% of the Coen Brothers films are fucking masterpieces. Absolutely. 80%, not all of them. It, no Country for Old Men, when that came out, I was just like, finally. Now, I think the conversation we had was that it, it looked like they went back and, and redid Blood Simple, but, but just like with a fine-tooth comb and just made it perfect. Here's the problem. There's two kinds of Coen Brothers films. There's the original Coen Brothers films, and there's the remake slash adaptation. Right. Miller's Crossing, adaptation. Yeah, yeah, True Grit, adaptation, or remake, depending on which way you look at it. Yeah. Uh, Miller's Crossing, I love that film. That's a remake of The Glass Key. Um, Big Lebowski, original. Fargo, original. I mean, you have to draw that line between Coen Brothers, because, like, again, No Country for Old Men is very very truthful to the to the uh, source material yep so again their directorial presence makes the film but they are dealing with a script based on a written source and is very truthful to that so they've already had the whole concept plotted out for them right so fucking mccormick yeah mccormack yeah Yeah, mccormack yeah yeah um i still haven't seen the counselor which everyone shit on i just I just got a copy recently, and I'm planning on watching it because I, you of know what? I yeah, because everyone keeps shitting on it, and I'm like, there's got to be a reason why. And I'm going to watch it. and I'm going to love it. I know I, it. I found this one article out of nowhere. That's, that's the article I read. Yeah, that, that, like, yeah, you posted it, and I was like, all right, now I have to watch this. Yeah, it's like like how 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 this is the most brilliant film ever, but everybody hated it. It's like, all right, now I have to take a look. Yep. Because <laughs> I never heard <laughs> of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Coen Brothers. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's, it bothers me sometimes. I can't think of you in the theaters like with, but that that's a whole different thing. That's okay. 
Uh, but yeah, Reanimator. Yeah. All right. Very good. So we have a voicemail. It's from Gino. Gino. We're going to play it real quick. We're going to end the show. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk again next week. It's been a long show. Yeah. Play Gino. Oh God. It's almost two hours. All right. Hey guys, it's uh, Gino Cuddy calling in. What's up, Gino? I just wanted to say that Rock. I just saw Rock and Roll. Um, Very nice. It was, it's probably one of my new favorite movies now. Rock and the Roll ending was, awesome. was epic. The, the animation was awesome. And the animation the songs was awesome. Were great. Um, Joey really has great taste in movies. I do have um, great Scott taste. Scott should listen to him more often um, because us Italians got to sit together and you should us listen Italians to me more know often. what's good and what's not good. Uh, and anyway, uh, I can't wait for you guys to review BC Rock. I think you guys will enjoy that as much as you did Rock and Roll. It's a really, really, really funny movie. Um, it has great music, great animation, and the and and uh, the story is well done. Um, I also uh, wanted to say thank you for accepting my offer to come on Gino in the evening. I look oh, forward yeah. to that in August. <laughs> and you guys have a great show. I understand you're reviewing Robot Jocks this week. That's right. So, hey, hey, I'm thinking about you guys. Rock on and rock and roll. Peace right. out. Yeah, so I really want to make that happen in August to go on his show. So Fuck yeah. I know I have vacations lined up in August, so got to make sure that everything works. It'll be a guy's weekend. <laughs> in Connecticut. I, I, yeah. Is that, even, I, is that even possible? Fuck yeah. I, I got a friend up in, around the area, too. Tony, we'll meet up with him. Be a fucking weekend. And uh, I, I think we should get hammered before we go on the show. But that's just me. I'm sure. <laughs> sure. Um, now, uh, yeah. Now, um, obviously, with, with Gino mentioning rock and roll, I, 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 I tease Joey. Uh, I grew up with rock and roll, too. I thought it was a cool movie. But Joey's fascination with it is such so um, um, elevated that you have to tease him. Uh, I, I mean, I got you that movie poster for your basement, didn't I? Nope. I bought that. Didn't I? I got it framed for you. Nope. I did that, too. I, th I thought I was involved in that. Nope. <laughs> Dude, no. I would tell you if you were. Wasn't I involved in framing something for your basement? Uh, yeah. The, the IT uh, poster from uh, The Oatmeal. No, I, I swear I was... You got me the poster, but I framed it. I was involved in the... I, I swear I was involved in the framing of that, now, that poster. I have a bunch of movie posters that I got from you that are hanging in my basement, like I the North swear, Star, Baron Munchausen. I swear, wasn't wasn't um, the, wasn't the, that poster a, a, a gift? No. no. <sighs> wasn't the framing of it a gift? No. Oh, I swear I was involved in that somehow. You weren't. Oh, now you're now you're testing my patience. Find a receipt. <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. Yeah, you were not. You gave me a bunch of movie posters. I like really my Nightmare Before like... Christmas is a double sided poster actually hung in a theater in a you know a lit uh fr a framed cabinet. Um and that goes up every Halloween, but no, the rock and roll was all me. I ordered that myself. Oh. Um, I ordered that. If I actually, rem I think I can remember the website. I, I have it saved swear, somewhere. I swear I was involved. But it was like forty-five dollars for a real rock and roll movie poster, hung in a theater. But the frame. The frame I got at oh. uh, AC Moore. 
You're angering me now. No, 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 no. The frame I got at AC Moore, and I'll tell you why I know it didn't come from you. Because the frame that I got at AC Moore, because these movie posters are 27 by 40 in change-ish. The real hung theatrical posters are always that size. I found at AC Moore a photo frame that was 27 by 40 and a half. And the whole thing had like circles and squares and everything where you would put pictures behind it and i took all of that shit out and i use it for a movie poster i'm checking with mara on this because now now you're irritating me i swear i was involved with the framing of something in your basement Mm. and i could have sworn it was that no god now you're pissing me off it was a birthday thing i swear oh it wasn't rock and roll Oh, you got me the poster from the oatmeal, which I. That's different. I just gave that to you. No. Oh. Oh. (laughs) That's bothering me now. Anyway, Randy. I I got the Rocky Horror Picture Show that you gave me. That I framed. uh, I framed all of them. Yeah, fuck Rocky Horror. Um, (laughs) Quick reference: uh, I'm I'm doing a reading at the uh, college next weekend. Okay. I will not be. We will not be recording next Thursday. Okay. Uh, so we would record on the Thursday after. Sounds good. And I will be posting the the uh, the um, poll for our viewer, our reader requests, listener requests for movie reviews this weekend. Well, here's the thing. Since today is April 21st, and next week the show would be on April 28th, and if we're going to do the viewer thing uh, in May... Do we postpone Reanimator until after May? No, oh, we do Reanimator, and then after Reanimator, Reanimator we do listener requests, because that way it gives us a, a, a couple, two or three weeks to get those requests. Well, hold on a second. Here's my only problem with that. What's your problem with how, that? How many films are we going to review? I don't for know. The listener yeah, requests, because yeah. there, well, there is only four Thursdays in May, so that's four shows. We can go over into June if we want to. Fine. Um, let's let's Fine. let's 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 wait and see how many votes we get, and then worry about it then. Well, I know we're doing BC Rock. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise <laughs> Gina will hunt us down and kill us. But let's not use those exact words in a sentence. So <laughs> we're joking, okay. Gina. He'll write us very. He'll, he'll leave us very angry voicemails. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Let's go ahead and end the show because I'm tired. Is it already ten o'clock? It's already 10 o'clock. Okay. Oh, dear Lord. All right, everybody. Uh, as always, thank you for joining us for another, another thank episode you. of Movie Sucktastic, episode 206. We, we can't even begin to express how much we appreciate you listening to us babble about films on a regular basis. That's right. Uh, make sure you go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Uh, you can download any of the shows there. You can listen to any of the shows there. And absolutely tune in every Thursday at 8 o'clock to watch the show live. Except next Thursday because we won't be here. Just stop talking about that. <laughs> it's, they'll go to the site and it'll say offline. And obviously we won't be having a show. So Well, give us till 8.10 in case Joey's having technical difficulties. I haven't had technical difficulties in a while. But just in case he does. Just, just in case I do. If, if we don't show up by quarter after 8, you're fucked. But... Hey! Hey! It didn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you a dime, and I didn't have to do a Kickstarter. Okay? Alright. Uh, 
<laughs> go to iTunes and you can get the shows there as well. Download them or listen to them right from uh, from iTunes. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Oh, yeah. Everything that we talk about on the show pretty much gets posted there from movie trailers to episodes to the live feed. Um, you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You Wait, can... is it moviesucktastic.tumblr.com? Pretty sure it is. I thought it was tumblr.com backslash blog backslash moviesucktastic. See, now you're going to make me look. No, you're right. Moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. Yeah, you know, you're correct. Don't listen to me. Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. Yeah. yeah, that picture from American Psycho. It's like, yeah, motherfucker. That's right, motherfucker. That's right. I'm fucking right. Thrill me, bitch. <laughs> anyway. And, and, and unlike our blog, the Tumblr is updated on a regular basis. So, yeah, tune in. <laughs> um, uh, the music is cueing me. I need to hurry up. Uh... <laughs> Uh, you can download uh, the free Android app for your phone uh, or your tablet. Uh, there's a mobile version of the website uh, as well for any iPhone users. And uh, if you want to email us, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, which we highly recommend, oh, yeah. 908-514-4470. Really, as long as what you say on the voicemail is loosely related to the films, we'll probably play it. So. Yeah, pro- yeah, probably. So uh, that about does it. Do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Of course he's dead. The dosage was too large. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Or, yeah, we're not talking next week. But you I've know already- what? I say it every week. I've been saying it for like six <laughs> years. <laughs> I've already killed you in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> in your mind. In your mind, you are dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Gonna kick your ass. <laughs>